What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX Cast. This is a Cloud Gaming Podcast, and we have some good stuff to talk about this week. Um, hold on a second. We got some good stuff to talk about. We have Amazon Luna giving us the July roadmap. We have Google Stadia, which I think, again, repping Stadia here, had a really good solid week. It's quite interesting because we're going to check in with the members of the panel because uh, I think uh, some people didn't think they had a good week. But we'll discuss that and see what's going on uh, with that. But xbox as you guys know the series x blades are being put in the clouds and you're tr you're starting to see games take advantage of that so we'll talk more about that and also we got some new games being released and some touch controls coming to the X cloud platform gfus now had 13 games announced this week with a pretty good game coming with kenna uh, so when we get to that segment too, we'll go more in depth with that. So some in good things to discuss in the cloud gaming world this week. And we have a special guest today with Link TV on the panel. So we'll get to Link here in a bit. Um, but yeah, let's just kick this off. Say what's up to you guys. Again, appreciate you guys. So we have a poll that's going on right now. And uh, it looks like 32 of you guys voted for the polls. And it seems like Google Stadia right now has 41% of who had the best news this week. We have GeForce now with 31 and then xCloud Gaming with 28. So it's going to be interesting as this uh, podcast continues to go to see if, if GeForce now can pull ahead or if uh, xCloud Gaming can pull ahead. But... I thought that would be fun to do as we move on to the rest of the show. All right, fellas, so let me introduce the panel, see what you guys are doing, see what you've been playing, and see what platform you guys have been using to play this game. So to get started, GTP, how are you, sir? What have you been playing? And also, what platform have you been using to play these games? Ace always saves the best for last and of starts course. with the freaking worst. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's good to be back, man. What a break, right? That oh was that goodness. felt like a yeah. while, man. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we're back here doing this. I missed it. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been really taking more time for gaming. Um, okay. There's just been so much to do. So uh, I'm not afraid to admit Mario Golf. I've been uh, into that since it, it came out. Uh, Phantom Abyss. Uh, GFN, uh, me and Hell Monkey have been talking about that game. It's becoming a a unhealthy addiction. And, and um, what do we got? Lego, uh, the new Lego game. I played through a little bit of that as well. So those have been the three games I've been I've been really messing with. And that's all GeForce now, and of course the Switch, and messing with some XCloud, mostly Dark Alliance as well. Another uh, really good game right now. Cool, cool, good games, man, and. So just real quick with Dark Alliance, do you like it? Because again, the reviewers have been saying the game is not that good, but people who are yeah. actually playing it are saying it's quite the, decent. So the bar for games is just so high. We're, we're getting to a point when <laughs> I think I said this before, it's getting difficult, right? Yeah. So when you make a game like this, that I think is a good game, it, it runs well, it, you yeah. know, as, as a, uh, from a testing standpoint, it's well optimized on PC and everywhere else that you want to play it. And uh, it's fun. I'm really enjoying going through it. I was with a group last night and the night before getting a bunch of legendary gear. 
it's that gauntlet legends feel quick like run and do some dungeon run runs with some people get some loot get out jump back in uh, it's not going to be for everybody but i like it just enough complication to keep it interesting but not so much that you're like i'm not gonna have time for this so okay. uh you know depending on who you are of course it's gonna depend on if you like it but i think it's a well done game that's awesome good i'm glad you're having a good experience with that so I noticed your video and Chief's video when you guys started recording, right? The quality wasn't the best, but then the Series X Blade kicked off. Did you notice? Like the yeah. same day I recorded Dark Alliance and put that video up, yeah, is the same day they started like rolling out whatever yeah. they're doing there. And I jumped back on like three hours after my video went up, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this isn't what I just recorded." And I was like, "Well, yeah. I'm not making another video right now." Like I just right. out. but it was like funny because the same day I did that one, right. um, I got back on hours later, and it was a completely different thing. So you notice a significant improvement with performance. Yeah, and you start wow. noticing right away, um, just if you look at your load time, like launching xCloud and then also yep. load time of the games, it's a dead giveaway if you're on an HDD or an SDD. That, that's just, it, it, there's no faking that on cloud. Yeah. So you know right away just from game load times if you're on one of the older blades or not. Cool, cool. We'll talk more about uh, the Series X blades and uh, the performance of games with it when we get to the Xbox segment, but cool, cool. All right, Duncan, how have you been, sir? What have you been playing? What platform have you been using to play this game, son? Yeah, I've been uh, spending my time between the Xbox and uh, xCloud stuff because that has just, uh, as we're going to come on to the other, has just kicked off another level. And I've been playing Sea of Thieves uh, on Xbox. It is my go-to game. It is the chill-out game. And no, I haven't done the new uh, Pirates of the Jack Caribbean. Sparrow, yeah. <laughs> I have not done that yet. We are, we're going to be doing a live stream of that tomorrow, so I don't want to spoil it. We're going to just do our true reactions of when we're actually doing it. And uh, what I've been playing on, I've been going a bit old school on GFN, and I have been playing uh, some Killing Floor 2 on oh. GFN, which... <sighs> I forgot how much fun that game is. You just go in there and just ship things and then just go back to sleep again. And <laughs> I went uh, also really old school. So I, I wanted uh, a game which I, could, I know I could complete nice and quick and easy in Portal 2, just going back to that and just, oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, I've been just enjoying that as well. Uh, I just love the story of that game, and it is such a, a brilliant game, uh, just to mix things up. And I've dipped into Lego uh, as well on GFM. Absolutely brilliant wee game. Uh, nice and short, and you don't have to worry too much about it. Uh, perfect game to chill out to. So uh, I've been... Like GDP there as well. I've been playing a lot of games this weekend. It's been absolutely great to actually do that. That's awesome, man. You guys seem to be playing a lot of GeForce now, it seems like, between you and uh, GTP. That's awesome, man. Going back old school, too, is good stuff, for sure. How about you, Ben? What have you been up to, sir? And what have you been playing and what platform? Uh, everything everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's see. I did Dark Alliance for a bit. Um, I, I like it despite the bad reviews. The the main things that main issues that I have with it are um, pairing is a little a little bit difficult because of the animation sequence with some of like the the goblins or whatever they are. They're a little slow to to attack. So when you try to parry, it's like hard. Um, 
and let's see there's something else that stood out to me as well that i didn't like but overall the game is fun um i did a little bit of super a little bit of a super animal royale that was fun as well okay uh tested stadia on both the shield tv and the uh and the uh chromecast with google tv okay um we can talk about that later um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah a little bit of everything Okay. Just got my cool. just got my Luna controller in today. Nice. Haven't tested it yet, but it's nice. here. So. so what are you using to play Luna? Because last I heard you were trying to use your Galaxy S uh, twenty one, right? I, I ordered actually... I ordered a fire stick as well to, yeah. to try and get the Mac okay. get the most out of it. So Okay, cool. You gotta let me know how you experience this I'm, with that. For sure. for sure. I was trying to get a get a test in before this, but it took too long to set up. <laughs> awesome. Hell Monkey, sir, how are you? What have you been playing? What platform have you been using to play this game? Hello, everybody. Thanks, Ace. Uh, Yes, so I picked up Ubisoft Plus and the run-up to E3. Um, I was hoping that more of the games was going to drop onto the Stadia, but um, all I've been playing is Immortals Phoenix Rising off of that. I have got sucked into that game. It is so good. And it's so easy. I can play in GeForce now. I can play in Stadia. So no matter what screen, I can play it on. Um, I'm playing it in bed at night, believe it or not, with my new mobile controller. It's just it's just so easy um, to play. Other than that, um, as Jerry said, Phantom Abyss, ridiculously addictive, that game. Brilliant. Finished Lego Builders, played that right through. We've got I've got a video coming up on that from start to finish. That's going to be on the CGXS channel. It's uh, going to be processing for about three days now because it's nearly <laughs> three hours long. Um, but yeah, so you can again. you can finish that in like under three hours. I took a wee bit of time going through it, but what a beautiful game it is, and it's got RTX and GeForce now, and it's just it's so relaxing. It was just such an enjoyable three hours I spent the other night playing that. Um I, I hope they I hope they bring add on content for it because I could I could sit and do another hour, another two hours, you know, one Thursday night, one Friday night, you know, very easily on that game. Um apart from that, I had a bit of division two on Stadia today. Still one of the best games on the platform. Yeah. And um yeah, I spent a good couple of hours in between the F1 sessions this morning doing that. So, yeah, gaming all over the place between GeForce right. Now and Stadia. It's been been a good week for games. I've Man. quite a lot of time. That is so awesome to see you guys gaming. This is, I would say, one of the most, like, productive gaming week for most of the panel members, man. Good stuff all around. All right, like... You know, we do here. We like to save the best for last. And we <laughs> got Link TV is our guest today. Link TV, it's good to have you on here, my man. How you been? Just let the people uh, know. Yeah, let the people <laughs> know about you and what you do. Yeah, no problem. First, I will say thank you guys for uh, inviting me on here. It's always a pleasure to and an honor to get asked to to do these. So I've been, I've been watching you guys' stuff here and there as much as I can. Uh, lately, for me... Um, I know I told a couple people uh, I did take a break for I think it was about like two months uh, just because of family stuff, um, just my grandfather's health. And I know we were talking about it before uh, before this. Um, 
I took a break. Uh, I know a lot of people were watching the uh, open mic I just did. I believe it was on Monday. So I just kind of filled everybody in on stuff. Uh, outside of that, just um, just been working, uh, playing games like you guys, taking a mental break and everything from, from the streaming and all that stuff. So it's been really good. But uh, I've officially come back to streaming. So as of next week, I have... Uh, a schedule that I'm going to be putting up and, and getting back into the grind of stuff. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to be here and chat with you guys. Uh, outside of that, my gaming stuff that I've been doing, uh, I think has mainly been a lot more Xbox than PC lately. Uh, so Super Animal Royale, which has been a blast still getting into. I'm really looking forward to that coming to Stadia because I think that game is going yeah. to... It, to hit it's it a off lot of fun. Enough. Yeah, it's the biggest thing is is that it's such an easy game to pick up and play and I think it's just humorous to see these animals going at it and the sound effects and stuff that you you can't get mad of dropping in a hot zone and just just hitting people and dying and just restarting. And the games are really really quick. So, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that on there cuz I'll definitely play on that. It won't stress out my computer, so I could definitely use my uh my PC for that. Um outside of that, Sea of Thieves, of course. I had to get on that. I'm a huge fan of Sea of Thieves. <laughs> um Duncan, I will say without saying spoilers, um the second part or the second tale, it has been said that there are bugs on that one, so don't get frustrated. <laughs> um that's my only pet peeve. It <laughs> is my only one. Yeah. I know they're fixing them tomorrow. They've got they've actually put it out for today that they they've got a big mass, massive patch first thing tomorrow. So yeah. that should be good yeah. news. I'm looking forward to to getting that fixed, but um, I'm loving the hell out of it. I think they did a great job with the story. A couple things I would probably change. Um, if you've already done the story once, they should let you uh, um, skip the conversations and just let you go. Uh, mm. So that's one thing. But outside of that. The the story holds great. Uh, besides the bugs, the the gameplay is fun. It's exciting. It's new. It's invigorating for for the old players to come in, and enough for new players to just jump in and play. So I really like that. Um, and the other game that I just started playing as of last night was uh, Scarlet Nexus, which Ooh. I'm really looking forward to. Ooh. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I played the I played the demo, and yes. I will say, if you are a fan of any type of JRPG with some full on action and some innovative uh, fighting mechanics, yeah. that is a game you need to pick up. And yeah. I saw the panel that they did this uh, past E3 weekend, where the the director and the dev team discussed their approach and how they did the videography and stuff like that and how they placed everything and how the stories intertwine and how each story has a different way or a different route, but still meshes together. So I'm, I'm looking forward to really diving into this game. I'm, I barely maybe touched about an hour to two hours worth, but boy, am I stoked to play this game. That's awesome. What does it remind you of? Uh, Some people make the comparison to like um, near Automata. Is it? Oh, like, it's um, yeah. It's similar. It's definitely similar without the um, without the because I I feel like that game has more of a a minimal souls feel to it because of the how much damage you take, um, having to restart pretty far away. I think this one has a better you know a more God of War action feel, uh, but 
of course, Japanese style. I guess the best way to describe this one, um, God, there was a game that I recently played that was similar to this too, and it was a JRPG style. Uh, think, think how Final Fantasy's what is it? Final Fantasy fifteen, but drop it down to a cartoon level, and oh. you kind of have that feel. Or, you know, uh, anime style. It's more anime than it is realism. But um, you got skills in there. You got uh, telekinetic skills. Um, the fighting is, you know, a simple X and Y. You have light and heavy. You have uh, combination styles with your, your telekinesis skills. You have a, a power boost, you know, super form and stuff like that. But this is, uh, yeah, the the one biggest thing with the gameplay, the, the combat style to this was I love that there's sequences where it causes you to use your thumbsticks to motion in, in a specific way so that it actually follows through on, on a skill. So usually with boss fights, you'll have something like that, but it's, it's a super easy game to pick up too, but it just, it's, it's so much fun. The, it's so fluid. It's smooth. It looks great. The colors are vibrant and nice. Yeah. I, I loved it the minute I played the demo and I, I'm super glad. That I picked that's it up. awesome yeah gotta gotta get on that man i've been really looking at that game so it's good to hear that so far it's a good yeah. experience good stuff good stuff good to have you on here link can't wait yeah, to you. get your yeah your take on some of these uh news bits that we're going to cover definitely sure. awesome awesome so let me just take a sec to say what's up to the shot you guys are on here really appreciate you guys being here uh zero what's up Charles was good. Make is a chaos was good. Gem Stadia, what is good? Good to have you on here. Warlock, thank you for the super sticker, super shot. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Jay, as always, good to see you. 007, man. We call this guy the guy that never misses, and he's on here today. Good to see you. Bmox, good to see you as well. Uh, <laughs> let's see if we're missing anyone. Sherry. Men gaming, good to see you on here too. Holds, you're supposed to be in the panel, but it's okay. We forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else is on here? Michael Marshall, good to see you, man. Good to see you. All right, cool, cool. So let's get into this, man. <laughs> we got so much here. Andy Morphs was good, homie. It's good to see you as well. All right, so we got a lot to talk about. So let's just get right into it. We're going to start with the Amazon Luna news now. This is quite interesting, and I'm going to pull up something as we're discussing this. But we have some games coming to Luna for the month of July, and those games are Dirt 5, St. Row the Third Remastered, and Valkyrie Chronicles 4, the complete edition. Um, all I can say is uh, I, I see a theme, <laughs> you know, with, with these games coming to the Luna platform. And I wonder what's going on here. And well, it'll be great to get the panel's take on these games for sure. And uh, let's just get started with GTP. What's your take on these games coming to the Luna platform? And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm interested to see what y'all have to say about this game. So go ahead, start <laughs> off with that. Yeah, Ben. <laughs> You're gonna say the same thing I said in our chat line earlier this I'm, week. I'm, I'm trying to think like, how can I say this without saying what Ben's already been saying and other people. 
Um, and I think it's what Ace is alluding to. I mean, we'll just throw it out there. There are games on sale in places that all of a sudden show up in places like this. Yeah. And you're thinking this is where I'll play it. We'll just, you know, we'll do it like that as we go. Look, Luna's doing a great job. We we keep saying this. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Yeah, we're in beta. And we, we keep talking about how long can they get away with beta and they need to expand and so on. But their social media game's on point. Their marketing game is on point. And the games they keep getting every month, it's not uh, like a GFN level 60 games in one month or 30 some games in one month. But they get three, four or five what I would consider quality games for that channel, for the Luna Plus channel. We're still at the five ninety nine a month, okay? That's almost nothing for a gaming subscription service. And now we're talking about Dirt 5, one of my new favorite arcade racers since, since it came out not too long ago, and I play it everywhere. And Saints Row the Third Remastered, which I have really been getting into elsewhere as well. So the value is there. You know me. How much entertainment am I getting out of my dollar? How much value am I getting, you know, especially when it comes to subscription services versus just outright buying a game? And to me, Luna is smashing it. They they keep doing a really good job. And definitely Dirt 5 and Saints Row the third, I can't wait to check out. And I think a couple people here were talking about in chat that they wanted to buy Valkyria Chronicles 4, but now also may not buy it. You might play it on Luna. So this yeah. is interesting that these three particular games dropping you know, were being announced around the same time as like some sales and stuff. But I doubt anybody knew what anybody else was doing, so I'm sure it's complete coincidence, but it's, it's really interesting. Okay. That's what yeah. I want to bring <laughs> that was me let me try that again coincidence yeah <laughs> can i just add something Go here ahead, just just to be absolutely fair in this it isn't the full dirt five experience i think that Break has it to yep. uh, it's missing the multiplayer it's yep. missing the playgrounds and yep. things like that it is a big yes. big massive disappointment yeah in my view yep. uh i think that's because of uh, as we know the the multiplayer isn't really switched on on Luna at the moment, but I yeah. think it is worth pointing out it, it is not the full Dirt 5 experience. I'm glad you said true. that, and that is absolutely true. So, um, yes, we'll begin this for Luna, but it's not the full experience, right? So, again, we're missing the multiplayer element of this game. But GTP, I did want to ask you, man, what... You know, we did the whole coincidence thing, but let's be real. Let's speculate a little bit. Why do you think this keeps happening? And it's not just Luna and Stadia. You see this with Game Pass too, getting, you know, similar games as, you know, the right. com competition is getting. What, what do you think is going on here? There's, you know, I still find it hard to believe that everybody knows what everybody's doing so that it's that well-planned. Okay. There may be some of that. You know, we hear rumors. Of course, the companies hear them as well, and they do their little plans and their stuff too. But I think it more comes down to cloud is still so new, and there's still a lot of developers and publishers that aren't um, confident or feel good about the experience yet or putting their game on cloud. And I think when someone decides to put it on cloud, it just starts to show up in more places quicker. And that's kind of why it starts to hit everywhere. And it seems coincidental that everybody's, you know, that the game will drop in Game Pass or it'll be coming to Luna or it'll be on sale on Stadia or whatever the case may be. Even PS Now has, has some of that. But I think it's more companies decide to go ahead and bring the game to cloud. Therefore, it starts to show up more in multiple places is kind of how I would take it. Okay. 
So from your take, right, when you see these games come to Luna and, you know, they're on sale for Stadia, are you, like, when it comes to making that purchase in Stadia, do you just say, no, I'm not going to do it because I can play it for $5 a month in well, Luna? Where, where okay, so Stadia is complicated because we're still in the whole beta, we're not out for everybody yet thing, which means we also don't have multiplayer. We talk about that with Sonic Racing. Me and you were a little disappointed, right. but we, we right. get it that multiplayer is not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just play single player. Same with Dirt 5. And to be honest, I've played so many hours of Dirt 5 on PC and Xbox, and I have yet to go multiplayer. I've been all story, all arcade on that anyway for me. Um, Now, just because it's the channel, I've bought Dirt 5 on Stadia, and I'm going to play it on Luna, and I play it everywhere else. If you're someone who's choosing one spot, you're probably going to grab it on Stadia if you can because of the multiplayer and the experience there. But if it's not cross-play, they're could be issues anyways if you don't have anybody to play with it's not multiplayer either so it's tough it's a tough decision to make and also the sale price is what 24 dollars right now on stadia that's really good so i can't knock that at full price i would say just wait for luna play the single player when it comes out of beta multiplayer will launch and then dive into that you'll be good by then no big deal go at it that way Um, but with that sale price Go for it on Stadia as well if you want to. If you want to jump in, I still don't like the performance of the game on Stadia, so I'm really curious how it's going to work on Luna when they port it over to there, because the Luna Plus channels ports. It's yeah. not the PC version like on some of the other stuff. So I'm really interested to see the performance, and that's another reason why I have it in both places because I'm waiting to do that comparison between Luna and Stadia. So. <laughs> on X Cloud. and X. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> you guys see. Yeah, <laughs> you see the theme there, right? Yeah. Cool, cool. And that's All what right. I think. As yeah. games, as as everyone gets more comfortable with games going into cloud, you'll see these games going into multiple cloud platforms more okay. often. Yeah. Fair enough. Good take on that. Link, what's what's your take on on Luna Gendy's games for the month of July? I mean, honestly, I think it's a it's a great it's a great thing that they're getting these. Um being a an arcade um driving game i think it's great that, that dirt five is, is on there um of course the multiplayer is not active but at the same time it's something that you know is coming so you can't really dock too many points on it um we've seen it plenty of times even on console where where games come out and they have a, a multiplayer but people don't lose their heads over it they know it's 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 something that will eventually come i mean i've seen it plenty of times and I believe uh, Stadia had the same issue right in the beginning that that online wasn't fully implemented when it released. It took a little while. Um, I can't remember for sure. I thought I heard about it, but um, it's 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 not something that's brand new. It, it it happens all the time with new games that come out. There's always going to be hiccups. There's always going to be issues. I've learned it over the years. You you can't you can't break somebody or a company down just because of a minor thing you got to give it time look at outriders you know unfortunately that was a a horrible uh, introduction but they're slowly making it better and better and and from my recent uh readings the newest update that came out has actually brought more life to the game again so you got to take everything with a grain of salt and, and slowly go. But Dirt Five is a big one that that's that's on there that I'm glad to see. Um, Saints Row, I think I've always been a fan of because as much as I love GTA, I just love the ridiculousness of Saints Row. <laughs> I love the humor. Um, it's just it's chaotic fun. 
I think it's hilarious. I think everybody should at least pick it up and try. Um, even if you're not a big fan or if you have that Grand Theft Auto itch, but you're not really feeling the whole uh, getting killed by people uh, online mode, just have some fun on there. Just cause some chaos and 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 have a blast. I, I think it's great. And the fact that you can create your character to make it look completely funny is uh is one of my favorite things because I'll, I'll go all out you know pink hair <laughs> um ex- extremely big but like has a small head or something you know it's it's fun to do stuff like that i think the creativity points on that on that is is really good um the the biggest one though i will say is dirt i think driving simulators like that or you know any type of arcade driving game um, on any platform is a huge plus. Look at the crew too when it came to to Google Stadia. That was a huge, huge thing. Um, so definitely having that love on there. And you could I mean the Yakuza the Yakuza series in general, if you have not tried that, you are definitely missing out on a great, great game or great series. I, I highly recommend it. So uh, kudos to them for picking these up. And I know within time they'll they'll definitely uh, start paving more weights for for other games and getting that stuff. It's you got to be patient, man. That's the biggest thing. You got you got to be patient. I know a lot of people don't want to wait for this stuff. They want it day and date. Um, but I mean, look at the way Stadia was in the very beginning, very dry bone. You just it's like like you guys said, it's brand new. It's still coming out the doors. Just you got to give it time. Fair enough. Yeah, still new. Again, still have the beta tag, right? But mm-hmm. well, and and, yeah. and to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back to the, like the multiplayer issue with Luna. Is it better to have multiplayer turned off by nature, or is it better to have people frustrated because there's no player bla- no player base and no crossplay? Well, in the beginning, I mean, look at all the other games that were on there that that were still functional but didn't have the multiplayer on there. I mean, the biggest True. person that I remember playing games that were multiplayer but still enjoyed them were like Ashes to Ashes. Um, he was all for Luna and enjoyed all the stuff and said, you know, multiplayer is coming and eventually it did. And, and that's, it's just a matter of, you know, enjoying the game. And then you have all this extra stuff to go back over with it. Like I get, it's frustrating to not be able to play with friends right away, but also on top of that, there's not a big, big user base at the, at the moment, it's still slowly growing. Mm -hmm. So eventually it'll get there. And I think, I think once it gets to a good point, having it off at least for the first week or so to kind of gauge one, how the game is ported well and functioning. And then once everything looks pretty good, flip it on, see how it functions after that. And then go from there. Of course, that's my personal opinion. Um, Other people would have a different take on it, but yeah, no, I mean, start off small. It it's brand new. It's a different, um, it's a different system, different coding style and then and then kind of go from there okay fair enough yeah good take on that link let's check in ben you kind of spoke a little about it but let's check in with you what's your take on on loon again these games i'm excited about it i mean I, I i thought that was awesome i almost was considering buying valkyria chronicles 4 uh-huh. and now i don't have any need to especially after buying the luna controller mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean, overall, yeah, I see the issues with Dirt 5. You know, it's missing a few features that are very key. Um, I still think the best place to play that, personally, for, for what I have, is uh, the Series X, because it just runs amazing on there. Um, 
let's see, what was the other game they announced? Uh, Yakuza Zero and what was the other one? There was something else. So Yakuza Zero released uh, this week with the announcement, mm-hmm. but there was Dirt uh, Five, there was um, Saint Row the Third, and Valkyrie. Saint Row the Third. That's the other one I wanted to play, but and hold on, hold on. you're good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm definitely going to be playing that on Luna. Cool, cool. Awesome. Good take uh, on that, Ben. Let's check in with, uh, I was going to say, Holt's host is not here. I'm going to rub it in until he feels guilty and decides to pop it. <laughs> but let's check in with Duncan, man. What's your take on it? Yeah, uh, I think that Luna is outstanding value. You can't not take away from it. Uh, $6 a month and you're getting all these games and no games have uh, left as as yet. Uh, with the games turning up in different platforms, I think it's just a case some developers are just more open to the cloud than others. And we're going to see this crossover. And this is something that I think uh, a lot of us have been talking about down the line here. You're going to have it's going to feed into the buying versus subscription model. And for $6 a month, just we'll just start with that you can get a number of Stadia games on there. You can get a number of X, X Cloud games on there for, for that $6. And, and we know that they know it runs well for a lot of people out there. With, with, uh, with the games coming, again, they seem to be creating them. They're, they're good games. They... Oh, they're games that people want to play or people have just missed out playing. And I, I just think they're in a great spot. They just need to expand out. They get out everywhere else. I think that's the, the big thing. With the multiplayer, we do know that there is some games on Luna which have got multiplayer. Obviously, we want all the, all the games to have the multiplayer, but I, I, I'm of the opinion, and I said this when they said they weren't switching on the multiplayer, I think it's I think it's the right decision. Uh, not have it on because it's just going to highlight the lack of lobbies, the lack of people playing, like like we see with Stadia, where you log into a Stadia game, and if you get a multiplayer lobby, you're you're doing well in some of these games. But I don't think it's a coincidence. I just, I, I with the the crossover of games, I just think it is. It's just a, a there's just some companies are out there who are just more open, but it does bring into the value propositions for a lot of people because $6 a month and then you get these games, uh, £10 or sorry, £12 a month, $15 uh, a month for xCloud now. The, the amount of games you're getting is just unreal. And if you just take one game in isolation, yes, it, it doesn't look that great value. It, it's just all these games you got, you're going to have Outriders now. You've got Dirt 5, you've got you've got Doom Eternal, you've got Valkyrie Chronicles. It just, this is what, what makes everything so interesting and what is going to make things exciting down the line because everybody is going to have to adapt. So then, I guess, let me ask you this question. What if this is the path that, imagine if Bethesda wasn't acquired, right? They would, would probably see their game still come to Google Stadium, possibly Luna. So if this is the route that, you know, cloud gaming is heading to where all the third-party games are going to be on all the cloud gaming platforms, what differentiates them then? 
is it exclusive features right like google stadia has with stream connect and stuff like that what what do you think is gonna you know separate um the games or is it just gonna be every platform gets every game for cloud gaming if if we're going to be completely honest the stadia only features have been absolutely shambolically sort of implemented and they haven't actually been put into stadia well at all i just seen a question on uh Twitter today, and can I put a uh, crowd uh, play into my stream? And no, it's not turned on for everybody. And they were promoting that for Borderlands 3 for this weekend. The stature on Stadia has been sh- shocking. I think it's just into the wrong games. It's it, what it's going to come down is content. And you just mentioned that there take Bethesda out, but you can't take Bethesda out because Bethesda is part of the deal now, and that is going to draw people onto xCloud and Xbox generally from next year when these exclusive games start to start to come, because how many people are going to jump into Starfield now because they can't get access to it on PlayStation? We've seen the massive hype of that game, and they didn't even release a trailer before E3, and now the trailer's out there, and people are getting hyped up more, and people are going to want to jump onto this, and it is going to get worse, because we actually didn't discuss E3 in this a couple of weeks ago, because because we were all busy doing stuff, but Microsoft <laughs> held back so many games, it is actually scary. We're, we're, their conference, I thought, was a pretty good conference, but they missed uh, a couple of probably games to actually majorly pull you in but these games are coming um, we didn't see uh, Hellblade 2 there we didn't see the new Fable there we didn't see a, a load of these other games and I think people are going to want to go play on xCloud because of these games it is the games that draw people in the features are the cherry on top but it's the games where people want to are going to want to go and play okay uh, if if I may yeah, yeah. enter yeah. on that one, um, so I know Duncan's bringing up Fable and um, Hellblade. It's not necessarily that they didn't bring it in. There, there's kind of like a schedule that really goes on. So we technically saw it last year. You're not saying that you know everybody knows it, but you're not really anticipating it on the next one because it's usually like a two year span before we see the trail, like a full trailer for it. But what I liked that Xbox did is they did technically showcase the art on there saying there's also these games coming, you know, in the following, which I know it's not a lot of spotlight, but that shows that Microsoft is taking the the initiative to say, hey, we didn't forget about these ones that we showed you last year. But I think next year is going to be one of the biggest for Microsoft and Xbox, um, especially with what they've released on this E3 and what they're planning to do on the next one. And I, um, my biggest concern is Sony needs to do something quick. (laughs) (laughs) They're too quiet. They are too quiet. Yeah. Very, very. I, it was very ballsy for them to not show up this year. And I'm really concerned because yeah, they have ratchet and clank, but I'm going to say three simple, I'm going to say three simple (laughs) words and they are going to, and it's just going to dominate uh, the the gaming space uh, when this happens in a couple of weeks. By the by, the looks of things, God of War, yeah. that is just dude, going dude, that dude. that is just going to blow everything. Microsoft has basically done. I, I don't one, think one, so. One, 
one exclusive, bro, is not gonna save Sony, man. They can't keep relying on one exclusive. I mean, look, Ratchet and Clank came out, man. PS5 is still not above, you know, everyone else. That was a game that they were heavily relying on, man. You know? Yeah, I get I, it, I, they have the exclusives, but they can't keep... Re- Microsoft is changing the game, bro. And these exclusives that Sony's relying on, it's, it's not going to save them, man. It's not yeah. going to save them. I, I, I think it, we're, we're majorly underestimating uh, PlayStation because uh, if you've seen what is actually going on behind the scenes and the, these new job listings going, there is some real, real interesting ones going out there. The, 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 the biggest thing I can see which is changing from PlayStation, some of these job listings are actually going for something which PlayStation are majorly weak in, and that's in multiplayer games. There's There's a big push for multiplayer games coming from PlayStation. So I think that is going to be really, really class to see. And I'm 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 really excited what they've got up their sleeves because I think we are really underestimating uh, what PlayStation are going to bring because they have been signing up these uh different developers. We, we forgot about the, some of these just before if they uh, during a summer games fest they announced a brand new studio uh headed up by some infinity was it infinity ward it was some people they made call of duty mm-hmm. yeah and then it, before that they also announced the jeb raymond or, or, or don't mention where she came from yeah. but <laughs> uh, <laughs> So the brought her team on board. They are investing in these new games and new franchises, and they're going to be owning them. So yeah, Microsoft absolutely are out from this world at this moment in time by buying all these studios. But at PlayStation, I, I'm still excited what they're going to bring because even though Microsoft are buying these studios, that doesn't mean it's going to their quality is going to be there because Microsoft is here. PlayStation is still up here in, in regards to the quality of the games and how influential they are. Yeah, it, It's very subjective, though, because I feel, and I've said this plenty of times, I, I think Sony is more of a theatrical entertainment meant for solo players. I don't think they really focus on the community multiplayer aspect. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to knock on them. I think they do a great job, and I agree with you that uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to what Sony can bring. The only problem is even with these acquisitions of these new new companies or new studios, you still have a five-year span before we even see anything from them. Where Microsoft is acquiring these and still showcasing what what the potential is and out there, I, I'm not saying that they're that far ahead, but they're definitely gaining a lot more ground in the game. That It worries me to see Sony take one one event out and not really have a big thing other than Ratchet and Clank. And and that's the thing. Even with God of War, like, you got to understand, M- Microsoft came out with, what, 27 titles that are all coming to Game Pass, which is no extra dollar out of your pocket for your subscription already. And 31 total games coming. That's, that's less of a margin that you have to pay out of pocket for those games for you to acquire. And a lot of them are all exclusive. So it's... It's mind-boggling to see how Microsoft's plan comes into play, but when you see it, it, it it's just it's wild. And Sony, I feel, is just still stuck in the past. They're still they're, their business model is still very to the traditional. They really need to get out of it. Yeah. I think they really need to start taking some risks. And I know that's not really Sony, but they should. 
they should at least try to adapt a little bit differently. I've said this generation is going to be the generation that defines Sony, right? Um, it's quite interesting because, like, I feel like the table has turned. Uh, the Heavily. PS, yeah, <laughs> the, the PS3 had a rocky launch, but then, you know, they had to change things up for the PS4. And, you know, that's why we saw the success of the PS4. And then Microsoft struggled with Xbox One. And then I feel like they're changing things up. They did good with the 360 era. So I think it's Sony's time to to change things up. People are like, oh, the systems are selling, or they you know have the best exclusives from the PS4. But the moves that Microsoft is making now, I think it's going to force the hands to have to retaliate, right? And if they don't, I, I Microsoft, I think, is prepping for the next you know five to ten years. Sony's focusing on this generation. The moves they're making yeah. now is yeah. going to say a lot, you know, I, moving forward. I think yeah. we're forgetting about uh, Herman Hull's uh, interview just before E3, where they've announced that they've got 25 titles in development for the PlayStation 5, and 13 of them are brand new IPs. But they, I, I, I get it, but some of them are indie, they're going to be indie titles. They're not going to be like 27 AAA exclusive. I don't, don't know the indie yeah it's going to be questionable because i mean you could say i could tell you i have 25 different new flavors but how many of them are going to be great that's the biggest thing how many of them are being developed by a big big name title or and that's it and that's the exact same point towards microsoft oh exactly but But i mean just because you're pumping the money in doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to make a brilliant game and i I, I'm really excited about uh, Xbox. Don't get me wrong, but I think, and I think we should be excited where they're going because they are all in gaming. I'm absolutely thrilled that they are all in gaming, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, PlayStation are uh, as well. They don't maybe have the money off them, but I think I, I, there is definitely something cooking there, and I think we're going to be wowed uh, again. Because they do have the games with wow people. And again, we're, we're, I brought in God of War, but they've also got another game coming out this year, which is uh, Horizon. Okay. And they've also got another game which Hellmonkey will like, which is Gran Turismo. We, oh. we just keep on forgetting. No, you're, you're not, not, not really a GT fan. But <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, 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 too, it's too complicated yeah. for me. We're, we're spending a lot of time here in Sony, but like, yo, uh, they, they need to do it. I'm. I'm just. Yeah, I think they do. Need they to, need to do something. They do need to do some like, more, but I think I think they've actually got more going on behind the scenes that would probably. I hope so. I hope so. Oh shoot! Do I see a ghost in the chat? We'll we'll, we'll see how they right. we'll see how they pan out. Like I said, yeah. the biggest the biggest difference between the two models right now is more than half of those titles are not going to be on some type of subscription service for Sony. For you to play at no extra dollar, whereas Game uh, Game Pass has a good portion of those where Microsoft is basically giving it to you. Even if those titles were horrible, you already have the incentive to try it. So it, it's it's still a possibility that, that they, they're gonna they're definitely gonna pull more weight. But I'm looking forward to Sony pulling pulling something out of their hat, and 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 they have the money, they have it, but. They just don't want to make the move to do it. Look at crossplay. There's a fee to add crossplay, yet they don't want to pay it. Why? Why? It, it it would make things so much easier for people to just be 
hey, I have this system, but I get it. It's competition. You want to play against the other player. That's that's fine. But still, you're, why, you're restricting why you your put, fan base. Why wouldn't you put crossplay? Be the only one that doesn't put crossplay in Borderlands 3. Yeah. Like, huge announcement. Yeah. They're the only and ones it, that didn't do it. it. I get it's money. They they definitely have it, and it would definitely benefit their platform for it. Yet they're 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 ruining it. So right now, I feel like Sony seriously is anti-consumer. They're thinking about what's the best thing I can do to further be you know further be on top and you know just push exclusives and games. Where I feel like Microsoft is more of like what do the consumers want and how can we make that available? And I feel like most businesses and most companies who listen to the customers and try to bring value to them are the companies that end up succeeding. Sony was and, that and this... PS4, but I feel like they're taking a different approach with this generation. So it's going to mm-hmm. be quite interesting. In this uh, day and age, you have to be aware of what the consumer wants. You have social media that'll just destroy sure. you if you don't. Sure. I mean, to, to Duncan's principle with the flavors, you can give me 32 flavors of ice cream. Doesn't mean I want anchovy flavored ice cream or pickle flavored ice cream. That That's not going to help. Um, at least Xbox is, you know, they may not be giving you as many flavors, but they're giving you the good ones. Yeah. Dang, Sony's taking the whole podcast. <laughs> can, I, well, can, I, can I just say this? I was the one defending PlayStation here. Sure. So when, when, when we come back and look at PlayStation, probably in a couple of weeks, uh, can I maybe say I was right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> more than happy to say that. Yeah. No, I'll hit you with the biggest one. It's called Mini <laughs> Fridge. End well, it right there. Many friends. Can, can I just say that PlayStation is not? <laughs> can I just say PlayStation is not getting a pass for me because when they actually went cross gen and they brought their uh, PlayStation Five games like um, Forbidden West and Ragnarok and Grand Turismo to PlayStation Four, they yeah. should have said we offer it as a family platform across hardware, but they should have also said we'll bring them to cloud. And if they said they were going to bring them games to cloud, I would have forgive them. But because he didn't yeah. say that, and they only said they're going to dilute these games to cater for the people on PlayStation 4. And to me, I'm not happy unless it was cloud. Yeah. Sony's going to have to answer to Game Pass and to cloud. And I that's that's why comp- competition is a beautiful thing, right? If Microsoft didn't exist, probably wouldn't have forced their hands. But you hear rumors of them working on stuff. And I feel like Duncan, you're into something that eventually they're going to announce it. And hopefully it's good enough to rival what Microsoft is doing. But yeah, the hands are going to be forced, and let's see how they're going to answer to it, for sure. I'm just going to say that I love how this discussion turned into a whole thing about PlayStation. Seriously, we're, well, what, like 25 we, minutes in. And we barely cover PlayStation, so we actually need the limelight to actually point at them and say, come on, PlayStation, you know, get up and play with the big boys. We know you've got it. We know you've got the title. To be fair. Please cater for us. To be fair, PlayStation may be working on a silent strategy. I saw an article this week. Um, I'll try and track it down in a second um, about how the best way for cloud gaming to succeed is to disappear, as in disappear into our that. lives, like just be there without making a big deal out of it. It's a convenience it, factor. It's not a. It can do all these great things, um, unlike what certain people did when they when they announced themselves. It's just there. It works. It, it's 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 in your lives. It just works. It just wormed its way in. Um, I feel like that's kind of you know yes. During E3, Microsoft or Xbox did say some things related to cloud, but for the most part, out of thirty games that they announced, twenty-seven had the cloud label on it, and they didn't make a big deal out of it. It's just there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Sony's working on something similar, 
They just haven't even announced anything yet. They're just going to worm it way in and it's just going to be there. Yeah. I, I think that articles from The Verge is a good one if you guys haven't read it yet. But yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on, man. Sony, damn you. <laughs> 25 <laughs> minutes, bro. But all right. Let's go to GeForce now. Wait. Do we cover everyone from Luna before we head over? Yeah. Like, monkey, I didn't I don't see think anything. Um, I was just listening to everyone. That was a great conversation. But uh, no, all my thoughts on Luna was just this, the same as you guys, um, you know come to the uk please <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they're gonna need to do that soon um they're gonna need to do that soon but yeah so uh, just before we move on i was reading the chat some people were saying why are we giving luna a pass right because again they're missing the online components right how um to be fair i i think you guys might put the beta label on this, but I do think they need to hurry the hell up. I mean, I can't stress it enough. They need to expand to more countries. They need to get the online figured out. Yes, the game, we mentioned it, it's come to Stadia and Luna, but it's stripped down when it's come to Luna. So that's, that's not fun if you can't play online. But yeah, just want to clarify that. I know some of y'all were talking about that in the chat. Anyone I else want to I don't think that? it's giving them a pass. I think it's just more of you weigh the pros and cons in this situation it's the same as you would with any other business you weigh the pros and cons and and really uh, there's a lot more pros with it being the fact that there's getting more variety more high title games coming in than you are the technical problems that you've already seen you already know they're there it's just uh it's it's definitely something that will eventually come but you're seeing progress and i think that's the biggest thing is the progress in the company is is outshining more than the cons and the, the the issues with with stuff you already know it, it's it's like you know you know your car is busted up but it's definitely making progress than it was you know two months ago three months ago you got to look on the brighter stuff than it is it, a lot of people like to tear the things down and i get it you you don't want to look at the horrible stuff but you got to always appreciate the little things that that are getting you to the the better place right so it, it's not necessarily a pass it's just it's you're going in the right direction. You're doing the right thing. There's still stuff that you got to pick up, but it's it's definitely a way forward. Okay, I like that. I no, like that. it's definitely not going to pass in my mind because I'm paying for <laughs> people are paying for the subscription. They're paying six dollars in the US. Yeah. So to me, that is actually a full fledged subscription. They could say it's beta and they could bring games that are years old and everyone claps, but to me, it actually is a cost. So I actually want to see the games that I would like to pay to join into the service. But on the other hand, people buy early access games on Steam all the time. Yeah, you pay for it, early, you it, pay it, for beta all the time. But except for each person that wants early access, there's a, there's a gamer like me that just wants a full, full-fledged game, and that's what I want, a full-fledged subscription. I could take my $6, and I can take it somewhere else and play and get the games like Game Pass. And that's that's literally the answer is do it. You don't technically have to, to be on Luna, I mean, it's a choice. If you know it's not working, find another platform. I mean, that's what I tell a lot of people. If it doesn't work for you, they, there's you don't have to be here. But I, I completely understand. It's it's all user based, and yeah, we we want all these games. We want this stuff to grow and and function and and make it accessible for us. But at the same time, when you know it's a beta, you know what you're getting into. Even in Ben's perspective, when it comes to early access game, when stuff is in early access, you know there's going to be a lot of issues. So you take it with a grain of salt, you figure out, 
you know, is it worth it? Is it worth my time? I'll try it maybe a month and then just dip out if it doesn't work. Um, me, even with Stadia, like I know I don't use it as often, but I had the benefit to get into it. I loved the the technology. I think it works great. The games are coming to it very, very, you know, quickly, more than I would have thought. I didn't expect like dirt to be on there right away, but we're getting that or you know, we have that on there and we're getting more and more. But even though I don't use it, I still keep it there because I have people that use it and they use, you know, my family account. I would, I think Luna has a family account too, right? It's definitely potential to push, you know, even if it's a relative, even if it's just a friend to just have access to it. So it it's, it's all user case. Like if you think it's worth it, do it. If you don't, I mean, it's no shame in leaving and going to another place. Like that's, that's the, the, the great part about it you have that opportunity to move but i i completely get where you're coming from there's a lot of games that i i wish are on google stadia or on gfn that i could definitely get into and they're not and it's just kind of like well i'll just stick to pc yeah to, so, to me, to me, it feels like Luna is being very strategic about everything they're doing. Amazon mm-hmm. is known for being a strategic company. Um, they've they've been the biggest in most things that they've done. They're yeah. huge. Uh, yeah. They dominate the audiobook space. They dominate the retail space. They dominate. I mean, they bought Whole Foods. They took all these things and made them gigantic. Mm-hmm. Luna, yes, it's a slow bake, like people are talking about in the chat, but it's a strategic thing. To me, it feels like they're waiting to slowly just i don't know let people on prime see enough announcements about it but not be able to actively use it unless they're you know fire stick users um and eventually once people are aware of it and it's just kind of ingrained in their lives they'll turn it on flip the switch and all of a sudden it's going to be like 10 bucks for regular members and five bucks for prime members and then everybody's going to have access to it you're going to have what 23 million users or, or no it's more than that that's, that's Game Pass is 23 million. Yeah, Prime is way more. But you have all these Prime members that all of a sudden are going to have access. And once they turn that on, they're going to have a massive player base. Even if only 10% of those come on, that's still a giant player base for a gaming subscription that is new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, it's, so, it's all strategic. It, to me, it, it, I, I feel like that's where they're going with it. It ain't, ain't going to work because we believe this with Stasia. We thought use, um, YouTube and actually Google had this install base when Stasia first came, and we were so wrong. So the whole point is I think a lot of people at Amazon just want to stick to deliveries and Prime videos. I don't think they actually care about gaming. So where we believe that these Prime members will transition to gaming, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I, I, I disagree yeah. because you know if Amazon didn't care about gaming they wouldn't have such a huge investment in twitch no we, we, we just say the exact same about like youtube or something like that the big boys are nintendo sony microsoft who's had years experience when we look at microsoft and when we look at amazon and we look at um, google i think they're so far behind i don't think they're going to get the numbers they perceive to get initially yeah and can i just add to this as well here's the thing as well with amazon um i think they have every right to take their time with this because that's that's be hopes you've said it perfectly there Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo are the big dogs in the gaming landscape. Cloud gaming is such a small market share right now. There is absolutely no need for any cloud gaming company to to rush out the blocks and you know make a big song and a dance because it's just too new right now for the mass user base. So as it, we're still set with the old console PC sort of generation. So I really appreciate this the slow rollout they're doing. They're curating the library. They're going to get everything spot on. 
and then when the time's right, because they're not silly, Amazon. When the time's right, they're going to push that out in whatever manner that they, they choose. Of course, yeah. to me, when, when you look at Day 5, you know, it's like seven, eight months old now, and other yeah. services got this beforehand. If, if um, Amazon want to push the service, they should start telling us what the next type of game is going forward, the next racer, the next fighter, right. and show us who their partnership were going forward to captivate me. Yeah. Yeah, Says uh, Amazon's playing the long game. I agree. I would like for them to hurry up for sure. Uh, but <laughs> we I, all want I, them. I, we all want them to hurry up. Impatient. But so, <laughs> just want to showcase this real quick. So these games again are going to be available for Amazon Luna. But I'm going to tell you guys my biggest gripe with Luna Plus right now. Right, right. So they said that through beta, they're going to keep all the games on there. I, I have a hard time with subscription services and games leaving, right? Why I end up doing this, buying games in Google Stadia, is because I know they're going to stay, right? Dirt 5, again, I know it's going to stay. I don't know what Luna's going to do with Dirt 5 after six months, right? But I know for Stadia, it's going to stay. Valkyrie, same thing. St. Rose, same thing. So, yes, they're available to play on Luna for free, not for free for five dollars a month, but to me, I'm like, how long are they gonna stay a Luna Plus game, right? If I buy it and sell for Google Stadia, I know it's gonna be there for the long haul. So for me right now, man, that's that's a big issue that I have with subscription services. And until either Luna or Microsoft addresses that somehow, I know with Xbox again, you can purchase the game of a discount, but then you'll still need a Xbox console to play that game. But I would rather pay for the game, buy it, and know that I have it to play in long haul and it won't leave. So yeah, I ended up buying all three of these on Google Stadium and um, because I just don't know what's going to happen with these games and the Luna Plus channel. I mean, so, getting getting Dirt Five on there is a huge plus that you got for for that price. So I I, I don't think you missed yeah. a yeah. I don't think you missed the mark on that one. <laughs> so see, really, really on, like deal. same with Ace. Me and him played Valkyria Chronicles for on the Switch. Mm-hmm. We praised it coming to Cloud Gaming on Stadia first, and now it's been diluted. That's coming to, you know, Luna. Luna. And in the end, it's still going to be a cost for the likes of me and him. Yeah. Months down the line, when another service has already brought it, we praised it, we've liked it, and now it's still a cost going forward yeah. if we want to buy it again. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I was the same way. I did that with Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have it on place. I mean, on uh, on Xbox, I, I have it yeah. on PC, and I have it on uh, Google Stadia. Yeah. I love so, that game. So I know the Jedi Fallen Order. So no, yeah. I know subscriptions are good, but should we actually wait seven, seven to twelve months potentially to get a game that we actually want, or should we actually jump on when day one or there's actually a sale in three to six months? Yeah. I think what we're going to be seeing in the future is the hybrid. What we do with movies, what we do with TV shows, you have your staple ones and then you supplement it down the line by the the games you really want to keep down the line. And I think we've seen it with Elena already where you can buy the add-ons. It's it's just a matter of time now before you can actually buy the games on Luna uh, as well. So it's... I think the the overanalyzing of the subscription model, I think, is is just that. I just say it, moving to what we have of movies and TVs, 
because you don't buy every movie you watch, you don't buy every TV show you watch. You, you do, but you do buy the occasional ones. Because I know I've, I've, I'm an Apple fanboy, and um, on my Apple uh, TV, I I've got about a hundred movies on there, but I still stream and do that. I I buy the movies I want to buy. And I think that's going to continue. So I don't think the big bad will for the subscription of just taking over everything is going to happen. I think it, there is going to be the balance. See, Duncan, yeah, but... about, about the movies, like my mentality is I enjoy my streaming services. I don't get mad when they drop something. If they drop something, I look to see if it's somewhere else. I can cancel. I can re-add. I can there's no loyalty. I don't have to stick with one forever. If it's not on any other service, then I buy the movie. Um, and that, that's my mentality with games. I can switch these services at any time. I don't have to have all of them at the same time. There, there's no reason for it. It's not like a console where you have to spend hundreds of dollars for it. Mm-hmm. You can jump off and on, and if your games disappear, buy them. Oh, well. It, it yeah. depends on the user, because like if we go to like Disney+, Plus, for example, I will actually pay for Coella three months before it drops free on Disney Plus, <laughs> just to compare with cinema, for example. So I need to get it now to share with my family to talk about it ahead before anyone else gets it on the like of a sale or free. And I feel like I'm still getting my worth even though I've got a subscription. Right. So yeah. let's let's move along. We're still on Moon <laughs> and the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about GeForce now. 13 games released for the platform this week. And guys, this... This is looking good, man. Like I said, overall, this week was pretty impressive for every cloud gaming platform. So 13 games, Industry of Titans, uh, they, same day release, Steam and Epic. You have Lego Builders. You have Phantom Abyss. You have Dual Universe Beta. Um, you have Incast, a sci-fi post-apocalyptic to uh, RPG, you have the final station, Iron Harvest, Paul Wash Simulator. That's for you, Holtz. You have Spirit of the North and Strategic Mind. And then they announced one of the biggest games that I was hoping to come to the cloud for this year, and that's Kenna. Guys, pretty impressive week, I would say, for GFS now. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, let's start with Holtz. What's your th- uh, thoughts on GeForce Now news? Well, the biggest takeaway from this is I actually love Kenyan and Bridge of Spirits when I actually seen that trailer and I've always been saying in the past, you know, to bring games ahead of time and announce it, of course. And when I saw this, I'm like, I'm glad this game's coming to cloud. It's one of these games that I'm actually happy to buy on, say, Steam and it comes to GeForce Now. So I'm happy to see it. But overall, to me, once again, seeing GeForce now line up, I'm like, it's an old Ubisoft game. It's a, you know, early access, and it's also this more week? Si- this week, and it's more simulators to once again. So there's only one point that is going forward for me as a gamer, and that's Kenya and the Bridge of Spirits. So with Dual Universe and Phantom Abyss, you still think? No, that that they're not for me overall. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I thought this was a really good week. No, 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 of course it is for like people like who like that kind of stuff. But for me, like people could say like Kenyan, the Bridge of Spirits, not for them. And I love like these kinds of open world platformers. You know, I love like these like um, Pixar style games. So to to me, that amazes me because I was going to buy this on PlayStation 5. So the whole point is, is having access to this on cloud and maybe having RTX will be a win for me. So, but it might not be for everyone. True. 
GTP, what's your take on this, man? I've been here for like a half an hour listening to some stuff. Uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. We're so far away from show notes. You're hey, freaking crazy. insane. Um, okay, and, and also, because Holtz is my boy. He knows I love him. But you are 10 to 20 years away from being satisfied with what you want in the cloud, <laughs> at least. You are the most hard-to-satisfy gamer that I've ever met. And when it comes to cloud, you are 10 to 20 years away. So we're, we're not even getting close to that yet. Um, uh, go ahead. Well, the expectations were like at least 10 years. So that's half your expectations. So there it's we a win-win win for me. You know All what right. I mean? We'll get <laughs> there. We're just, you are so far ahead. We ain't there yet. Um, <laughs> look, GeForce now had a killer week. Dual Universe is going to take off, though it's not a game for me. Um, I have to say Kena, Bridge of Spirits. I say, can't say Kena. doesn't work for me. Um, I don't know how it's really pronounced, but I have to say Kena, Bridge of Spirits. A great announcement for August 24th for the Epic Game Store. I knew I was grabbing it on PC anyway, so the fact it's also going to be playable right away on GeForce now is excellent. And I've already said I'm playing LEGO and um, Phantom Abyss a ton on GeForce now. Those are two huge games for me this week, um, exclusively on GeForce now. I, I bought those games and didn't download them anywhere, which is odd for me because I'm all usually local. But no, I just enjoyed them on GFN. They did lose a game this week, but I don't think anybody cares about one shot or, or whatever it was, to be honest with you. And they're removing it for good reasons, because it's not saving your game progress or having issues. It's, it's, it's better it's not there. But um, I can't wait for Bridge of Spirits. It's going to be a really fun game to play in August. It's going to run great everywhere, I'm sure. And right. I can't wait to get in there. But I thought it was a great week for GeForce Now. One last thing I want to throw out there, because I have been listening to everybody. I'm not going back onto the PlayStation discussion, because we don't have time for all that. But... I hear a lot of people talking about cloud as if they want all these cloud services to be identical. And that is so, so boring. There is no cloud service out there right now that is identical or even similar to the other. Stadia is the, the console in the cloud, totally different, closed ecosystem. It mimics a console 100% when it comes to the business model, except it's in the cloud. Then you've got your GFN, your Luna, your PS Now. All that stuff runs completely different. It offers something completely different. And I want all of them to stay completely different for that kind of choice and competition. I don't need every single service to do everything that every other service does between purchasing games or subscription or whatever. I love the variety. I'm the person who, until I die, I'm going to have them all anyway. So it's not going to matter to me. I do realize there's people out there that are going to play on one platform. For me, that would never work, but that's awesome. But the choice is amazing, and I don't want cloud or anybody else to just start mimicking and being the same across the board and day ones everywhere and all this stuff it's boring to me can, can you can you imagine if nintendo pc xbox and playstation were just all exactly the same performance graphics work. everything it would just it be boring work. there'd be no competition no reason to drive forward or appeal to different types of gamers Right. Cloud is offering something to so many different types of people. Uh, you know, Luna doing its thing, Stadia doing its thing, xCloud, GFN, all of them are fantastic in their own right, and they all offer something for a different consumer base, and that's what I want to see continue to happen because it brings more gamers. And what do we want? More gamers. We're gamers mm-hmm. at heart. We've been doing it all our life. The faster it grows, the bigger it gets, the better it gets. So we want more people gaming, not less. And if you restrict what each service is offering, make them all the same, you're going to get less gamers. True. Good point. People seem to agree with you, raising yeah. facts. So, right, I, was gonna so, say, I, I actually think GeForce now gets four times the multiplier in my mind because they would say Iron Harvest on Steam one week 
and then next week they go Iron Harvest on Epic Store, and then Iron Harvest on GOG, and we're like, okay, I get the message, Iron Harvest is on GeForce Now, and I understand it brings the gamers that I've got these library, but to me, I see GeForce Now as an amalgamation of one. So they should just announce the news and just say, G- um, Iron Harvest is coming to GeForce Now across many um, clients, and that should be it. I don't think we should keep on praising the likes of GeForce Now above any other service for bringing it from another client. Hardcore PC gamers will disagree. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're so very, very so, particular about the stores they're getting their games from, and it's a yeah. huge deal when they're brought from multiple stores. A big, big deal for PC. Oh, so I, know, me, I, know, I know. I know. I know. Hardcore PC gamers that hate Epic. They will not buy a yeah. single thing on yeah. Epic, even if it's oh, yeah. you know ten percent of the cost of what they're buying on Steam. They can be free. Exactly. They're still not going to get it. But to me, I see PC as a big, huge hole. I never, I never segment it and say Steam, Epic, Ubisoft, GOG, and stuff like that. So that's what they're doing, the segmenting it. So to me, I go, like, well, why doesn't this PC game come to GeForce now? And you're, oh, yeah, when it comes to Steam. And then a few months down later, when it comes to Epic, to me, I'm like, that's not good for the cloud service. Yeah. The developers should get on board and actually bring it all. It's good for a cloud service that strictly supports the PC gamer PC. base and yeah. the existing PC yeah. library. It's not good as a cloud service if it was trying to be standalone, only game on GeForce yeah. Now and never have a PC. I would never recommend anybody just grab GeForce Now and that's your only way of gaming. I've been yeah. very clear about that. It supports mm-hmm. PC. So, sure. You know, I like that they bring from all different stores because, <laughs> you know, I might have missed a sale on game A that was on Steam you know, a couple of months ago, and now it's full price again, but I don't want to pay full price. It's half a price on Epic this month. Oh, GeForce Now, I brought it over yeah. from Epic. Well, now I can play it on GeForce Now. I don't need, you know, twiddle with a with PC, etc. I like that, but I, I also see where Holtz is coming from and understand that, um, yeah, it looks good when all these games are coming, but they are the same games. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely have a point. So my camera is uh, DOA again. It, it, it's crazy. I thought they fixed it. Now. So guys, what do you want? Do you want more of a closed infrastructure for clouds, or would you want more no. services? The better. The more the better. So so when you say closed, you mean one dominating? And yeah. So we've got X. We've got Microsoft Store. We've got Stadia Store, Luna Store, and then no, I I I want it just the way it is with streaming right now. I, yeah. You know, you have your Netflix, you have your HBO Max, you have your Disney Plus. They all provide in different content. That's what I would hope for cloud gaming. And I think NVIDIA knows what they have with GeForce now. They, they're going straight for, I mean, you look at the games that their games, big games this year, Valheim. You look at um, this Kenya game, whatever you guys want to call it. And then you look at, uh, what's the one with the rat? I can't remember. The rat with the guns. Oh, Biomutant? That one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the rat. rat. <laughs> <laughs> but you see the type of games they get. They're not going for like the Maddens. They're not going for like the console type games like Stadia is going for. I think they know the market and they mm-hmm. are trying to get those games. And I I like that. So GV, I know for cloud, right, you have GeForce now for PC games. I know if you want the console like type of experience you have stated for that and then who knows what luna microsoft is gonna end up turning into luna luna feels like it's targeting the switch type of audience to me yeah i would agree with their design language their the games they're adding how they're adding them they don't care about the multiplayer yet when we talked about that 
Um, but yeah, just everything they're doing just feels very Switch-like to me. It just It's a very Nintendo strategy. Okay. So let's uh, move to, to Link. What What's your thoughts on the GeForce Now news for the week? Uh, this was a definitely big juicy bit, uh, especially seeing Kenna on there. Um, that being a big title for PlayStation coming into uh, the cloud of GeForce. I think that's one of the biggest ones that I saw in there that I was really happy about. Uh, makes me look at PlayStation a little bit more... Uh, in a better position because they're allowing these big title games that they're announcing, whether it be, you know, an exclusive or not um, to be pushed out into a different ecosystem. Uh, so that one's definitely good. Uh, I saw Phantom. Ab- I saw Eddie player one playing Phantom Abyss and completely lose his mind because he was <laughs> terrible at it. <laughs> but I see that a lot of game, people rage quitting that game. <laughs> yeah. But that game is fun. It, it's something that I, I think uh, really pushes the user because as as you progress in there it's it's it gets extensively hard and me personally i love games that challenge me i love platformers old school platformers that challenge me look at uh kaze and the wild and the what is it wild mass uh, yeah that was i had a blast playing that game i thought that was an incredible game and that just brought me back to the old school sonic feels sometimes <laughs> so it was really good, and I, I look forward to trying that one out for sure. Um, and then I saw about Builders, Lego Builders Journey. I know it's a small store, but I'm very curious to try that one out because it's a very, uh, it's a very cozy uh, single player game. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that one. Dual Universe, like Holtz brought up, I think has definitely potential, but I have a lot of questions with it because it's a single server base uh idea or game that is run by the by the users in there so i'm i'm as i made the joke with with the cast uh this past thursday on our podcast uh with eddie chase and kai that it's only a matter of time before the chinese take over the server because any game that has a large pool like that there's definitely uh a certain continent that takes over either the materials, the world, uh, and, and starts kind of controlling everything. And yeah, we see it on rust. We see it on Conan. Um, I'm very concerned about it, but I won't, I will not try that game. <laughs> I'm very scared outside of that though. There's definitely a large list in here. Iron harvest, uh, for the PC players who I've seen plenty of times play. It's very interesting. Um, and who doesn't like a good simulator like power wash? Uh, I think it's, uh, I mean, there's, there's dads, there's older people out there that would just love to play this game. And it, it's, it's a, a very adult version of a very cozy, uh, cozy game to play. And I think these are great games coming to, to the platform. And I, and I think GFN has been showing a lot of, of great things with, with the variety that they're bringing to the table. It's not just a single target, uh, audience. They're, they're, there's a plethora of, of fruit in that bowl so for everybody to try. And I think this is a huge, huge plus for them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good take on that uh, link. Appreciate that. Right, do we hit everyone up for the GFN news? If, if not, let me know. I didn't have my uh, thing. I think they're just being consistency is key. 
Ikenna coming is absolutely amazing. Console exclusive on the PlayStation. They, that should be praised to, to high heaven. And the range of games that they are bringing, as Link was saying there, it, it's just brilliant. There isn't just all the simulators. They are just getting the complete and other range. And I think they are in a great spot. They know their audience. They know what they're pushing for. And I think it is absolutely brilliant. And um, since we did it, this is our first one from E3. I think their presence at the PC Gamer Show was class because they were just getting out there and absolutely promoting the the life out from GFN. Every like ten minutes, there was a GFN advert on the PC Gamer Show, just trying to highlight that these games are coming. So I think GFN is an, an absolutely uh, great spot here. And I think we said every week, if any of the other platforms were dumping thirteen games in a week, you'd be going absolutely amazing week for them. Yeah. So I do have to say, I, uh, Holtz, I see you were going to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think we're actually all only praising Kenyan and Bridge of Spirits because it was on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, at first as an action-adventure? Because usually when I see action-adventures, it doesn't really like hype up GeForce now. But I think because Sony's done it first with their genres like Spider-Man, God of War, I don't know, Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, it's actually boosters it up because Sony's yeah. got it. GeForce now must have it, and now we're all going, ooh. Yeah. So for me personally, when I saw that game, my first response was, where can I play that in the cloud? So if you guys, some of you guys might know me. I don't own any consoles. I'm not looking at the Xbox uh, Series X real, real good right now. Uh, but, like, I don't own any consoles. So when I see a game I want, I always think, like, how can I play that game in the cloud, right? So when I saw Kenny, I was like, man. I hope GeForce now gets this game. I hope they get this game. And then this announcement happened. I was like, heck yeah. Um, the game looks incredible. To me, it's not what system was it on previously. It's like, I want to play this game because it looks good. And I'm glad we're able to do that now with GeForce now in the cloud. So I was of the, what hopes was alluding to there. I remember seeing a state of play. And, uh, you know, it's announced PlayStation and Epic. And you're thinking, oh, GeForce now at the time wasn't getting a lot of Epic games. Yeah. So when we got that news last week and I was, you know, making the video, I was so excited to see everyone's reaction because, you know, it was console exclusive to PlayStation and then only coming to the Epic Game Store. And now, you know, as everyone here, we all love cloud gaming. We're going to get a chance to play that on GFN. We don't need to worry. Is it going to work on the PC I have? Am I going to get a PS5 in time, you know, if you want to get one? It's going to be there for you on most of your devices anyway. It's, I think it's it's brilliant. It's ahead of time as well, the same as Guardians of the Galaxy has been announced. Um, yeah. When that's coming. Um, yeah, GeForce now is bringing me games I'm excited for just now. Yeah. But in six months time it could be another platform and right. that's just the beauty of, of gaming i can go wherever i like can, can i you just know, say talk- shout outs to the GeForce now team though with this early announcement of releases i mean mm-hmm. this game doesn't come out until next month uh, guardians of the galaxy still have several months before it comes out we complained about this right they need to um let us know in advance so shout outs for them i don't know if they are listening to this but Kudos, it's pretty cool. It's they announced cool. games that people are excited for and games that people want to play. I was gonna yeah, say yeah. I was gonna say, um 
we've seen, you know, to what Helmonkey was just saying, we've seen several games this year that were PlayStation exclusives that are going other places. And I'm wondering how many more of those we're going to see in the next, you know, 12 months or so. So it feels like exclusivity is kind of going away unless you own the studio. Um, people, it seems like developers and publishers are kind of against that now. So I'm just curious what, do you, what are your, what you guys' thoughts are on that. Yeah, look at MLB The Show. They, they want to bring that to more people, make more money. Why keep it on one console? So yeah, of course you're going to see more and more of the third party that want to go everywhere. Definitely. Yeah. And money, exactly. man. Money. Yeah, ahead, that's exactly. Well, I, I I felt this way with Death Stranding. I think when it was on PlayStation, a lot of people went, "Oh, we don't care about Death Stranding. It's a it's a walking simulator." And then when it came to GeForce, now we all went, "Look at the graphics. It performs well. It's an amazing game. <laughs> PlayStation game on GeForce now." And we all praised it. And I, I feel like it's fanboyism. I mean, it's great that it was on the service, but in the end, we could have played this game before on other services. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Yeah, but at the time, GFN was sort of new, like Cloud Game was sort of new. So when you see a game that was exclusive to the console before and you get it on the likes of GFN or any other platform for that matter and it runs so well and you can get a really good experience out of it, I think we've got every right to be excited because this is where the future of gaming is going. I think for me, you guys are kind of hitting the nail with the exclusivity stuff, but... I think for me, it's more of, I've seen, I mean, over the years, we know how notorious Sony is when it comes to exclusivities being released for other platforms. Look at how long it took for, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn to make its way to PC or, you know, all that stuff. For me to be able to see when when it says, you know, or when they say it's console exclusive the the quick availability to be pushed into a cloud, not necessarily PC, but a, a cloud service. I think is very impressive, especially for Sony to take that leap of faith to say, yeah, we're going to move it over. And I agree. I think a lot of, uh, a lot of what Ben said with these exclusivities, they're slowly going to come off um, unless, yeah, you own the company, you know, those first party exclusives are always going to be there, but it's business. You want, you, you want one, the the game to grow, of course, on your ecosystem, but why are you going to hold back from letting the company get more money i mean that's that's just a cut of what they're getting when it branches out to another you know another platform they're still getting a large sum to get it ported over to that or moved over to it so why not yeah. and to and, me to me it feels like the the gaming industry is changing in that aspect they're, they're trying to be more consumer rights friendly and things like that because you know we're in the generation of you know online reviews and everything like that everybody can complain about something they don't like and they're going to more than they're going to praise it they're going to complain um when, when sony seems to be the only one that seems to be giving pushback on letting those go um mm-hmm. that old school mentality um everywhere else i mean you see something on steam it pops up on epic it pops up on gog i mean it's everywhere it's not just one platform one service everybody's getting it because it's what the consumer wants well, if that's the case, then why am I being whinged for months? You know, for example, Kingdom Hearts on Epic Store. Now, partnership with GeForce Now, it's not on GeForce Now. And this game, as an exclusive on GeForce Now, is not nowhere else. So I think these actually clients are actually keeping these exclusives for themselves. And I don't think they want to actually share with clouds unless it benefits both parties. To, to be fair, 
uh, Epic's partnership with GeForce Now has been kind of weak the last several months, since right around the time that Kingdom Hearts came to Epic. Um, we haven't seen very many um, free games on Epic coming or new games launching on Epic. I mean, unless they're launching everywhere, um, we're not seeing any like things that are being featured on Epic being on GeForce Now anymore like we used to. They're still coming, but it's a much slower pace than before. Yeah, and that game took forever to even get on Xbox. I mean, that was all the way through on PlayStation until Kingdom Hearts 3. Or, yeah, pretty much when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out um, and they pushed for the 1.5, 2.5, that's when it barely hit Xbox. And that was years. <laughs> so, I mean, even with that span, I think Epic got it way earlier, but that at least is showing the potential of of these exclusivities being broken down from being just on one console, getting the opportunity to branch out that a kingdom hearts game is finally on a PC. Like you don't have to mod or, or get a emulator for that. Thank God. Yeah, true. So man, for the sake of time, we're just going to hop right onto Google <laughs> stadium and it's crazy. We can be here all day. So much to <laughs> talk about. Right. But let's talk about stadia so to me pers- and shout outs to you guys so we're doing this thing where we put a poll up just to see what people think about the news for cloud game this week and it looks like stadia is dominating right now 50 percent 115 people voted said that they think google stadia held it down with the best news this week and then we got 34 percent for x cloud gaming and then 16 for GeForce none for luna all right, so let's get into uh, Google Stadia news, though. We got um, two games that was announced this week. Um, what they announced the release? I got to look at my notes. But we'll, oh, we'll, uh, we'll keep going. We had Borderlands again uh, for a free-to-play weekend. But the difference with this weekend is the fact that this game now supports cross-play. So I should be able to play it with other people personally i haven't tested it but i'm seeing a lot of people loving it so that's cool we have the release of google stadium android tv which i think is a big deal again you can play it on your nvidia shield your google uh, chromecast tv um big big news uh for google stadia all around so just want to check in with the panel i'm sure i'm missing something but for the sake of time just want to check in with the panel and see what y'all's thoughts are with the Google Stadia news for this week. So to start, uh, let's, let's get GTP on here first. Crap. Um, always <laughs> 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 with the Stadia first. Why me? Yes, no. Um, Hello Engineer was your other one. So you had Madden. There we go. You had Hello Engineer. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the Android TV like you're talking about yep. on there. Uh, for me, the biggest thing was the Android TV support because we've been saying forever, why am I sitting here with a Shield TV Pro or a new Google TV device and I can't have Stadia natively on it? Uh, so that for me was really good. I've been having great luck with it on the Google TV. You guys have some great videos up already uh, on that stuff. And Shield TV Pro is a little hit and miss for me right now. And I think Ben had a similar experience <laughs> where I don't know what is going on with the app on shield tv pro but i'm really having trouble with it yeah um, enough same. that it slowed me down yeah okay um i just was like i'm not putting a video out on this yet until i figure it out but now i'm finding out everybody's having trouble i'm yeah. um, also missing hdr 
the yeah. little buttons down there grayed out. Why? Yeah. This is Android TV. It, it, I, I don't, for the life of mm-hmm. me, understand why they don't have a consistent experience for that across the devices. I don't know if on the Walmart device HDR worked. I didn't see that part of your, your other video on that, so you would know if that was working. But um, a little hit or miss on that. However, I will say the CCU is out the window. I hate that thing. I'm done with it because on the Google <laughs> TV, it does. Yeah, I hate that thing. Um, it works great though on the Google TV. I'm having a great experience. HDR works flawlessly. You know, the controller is working great. Uh, I'm not having any issues with the stream. So uh, I could definitely recommend anybody that prefers a remote NAUI instead of casting from your phone like me, cause I'm freaking old. I don't want to cast from my phone. I think it's stupid. I love the Google TV. It works yes. great. Stadia works great on it. So for me, that was like the biggest thing this week. Like finally the CCUs, I have like 10 of them from all these freaking deals and everything else they've had. They're all <laughs> going in the drawer. If somebody wants one, you can have it. And we've got the Google TV. So um, that's good for me. Seeing Madden was great as well. But I'm just going to say I still have concerns that games that get released every year, Stadia is still only getting some of those. And some of the games that were released this year, like GTP Moto and F1 and all those, didn't get this year's releases and probably aren't. So I don't know who is and is not going to support who's supporting Stadia. I won't do year-after-year games on a platform if I don't know 100% sure that I can continue to play on that platform year-after-year. So I want to see that get straightened out. If Stadia can straighten out the year year after year releases and get some consistency there. I'm going to feel a lot better about where that platform's at. Still a little concerned for Stadia right now, but all in all, a pretty good week for them. And I'm really having fun testing out Stadia on the other devices. Cool. Cool. Good take on that. How about you, host? What's your take on Stadia news for this week? Well, I'm totally opposite from GTP. I mean, I love my CCU. I mean, to me, I actually yeah. use I actually use Google Assistant. I don't need a remote. I don't actually need a user interface. All I need to say is Google cast this, or I use my phone. My phone is more closer to me than actually looking for additional remotes. And with the CCU, it actually supports more apps in the UK that I will actually use than actually Google TV has actually got at the moment. So to me, I wouldn't actually waste my time buying additional hardware just to play Stadia when I've already got something that will actually play the games that I actually want. So to me, it's a it's a it's a no go for me on the Google's you know TV. But I'm happy for the people who actually want to have this user interface remote and you know have that nice squeaking clean. But to me, it's a no go. I don't I uh, don't know if I like headband holts as much as non headband holts. <laughs> <laughs> non headband halts was so much easier than headband halts. It's that spinning bike. But also, the whole point is, is uh, and to me, about Hello Neighbor, I'm not really interested in Hello Neighbor at all because, not Hello Neighbor, this, Hello, this, Hello Engineer, engineer okay. because it's early access and I don't do early access. So to me, it's not something that I'm actually jumping for joy. If you said to me, what was the stadium news for E3? We're doing backflips. If you said this week, not for me. No, that's right. We didn't even have a podcast around E3. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, thanks for your input, Ben. What's your take on this one? On the news or on the on the Android TV part? <laughs> All of it. Um, I think overall the news was decent. I, I don't care about the Olympics game, but I know a lot of people would love it. Um, it's not my game. Um. What were the other games that they announced? Let me pull, let me Hello, pull the show notes back engineer. up. Hello, Engineer. Yeah. I've tried those games, and I just can't get into them. They, I mean, they, they they start out fun, but I get bored quick. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, my experience with Madden. the Android... Madden. 
2022 same day release. Yeah. No. Yep, that's cool. That's coming. Um there's other stuff deal. I could say about that, but I'm not <laughs> going to say. Um <laughs> keep my mouth shut for a little while until we hear more about it. Um but with uh with the Android TV app, I've had a pretty terrible experience with it. Um I haven't tried the Stadia controller on the Google on the Google TV or on the, the Chromecast of Google TV yet. But I did test it out like an average gamer would. I hooked up a Bluetooth controller for it, and it was horrendous. The input lag was awful. I could not do that. And I can just imagine an average gamer that already has that and is just going to pair up a Bluetooth controller, they're not going to have a good experience. What controller did you pair up with it? I I just grabbed the closest one to me, which was an 8-bit Do uh, controller, or do however oh, you pronounce it. I've never you, pronounced you it. I just grabbed one. And that's okay. what that's what most gamers are going to be. They're, they're going to grab the closest thing to them, and they're and going to pair it up. Probably like an Xbox One controller, PS. It could be. It could be. I didn't feel like repairing my Xbox controller though. It's already yeah. paired to my Shield TV. Um, I did try <laughs> it on that. Uh, my Shield TV. I tried the Xbox controller and I tried the Stadia controller, and both were bad experiences. Um, okay. I, I have a video of me like doing like synchronous video that. where you can see my face <laughs> and the TV in sync and you can see how horrible the input lag was with the stadia controller yeah true yeah it, it's so interesting i saw that video too it's like man what is ben doing wrong but it's definitely a bit dull controller because remember priorities they i so they a lot of people have got xbox one playstation 4 and god knows what the bluetooth controller i'll, I'll try it with the bill I'll try it with a better controller, okay. um, but I will say, you know, if if you have a cheap controller or you're or you're an average gamer that's just going to go to Walmart or whatever and buy the cheapest, you know, generic controller you can find, it's not going to work. Um, at least that's going to be based off from my experience. I yeah. was just testing it just to see. I had plans to test it with, you know, Xbox controller and with uh, Stadia controller. I just haven't had time yet. Yeah, fair enough. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on the news this week for Stadia? It's Stadia, so there's everything <laughs> under the sun. Overall, overall, I think it was a pretty good week for Stadia. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're back! <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I think overall, it, w- it was a pretty good week for Stadia. The only issue for me is we all knew this, all this news was basically common. I think that, it, and it's just finally came to fruition. I think it's good. I don't think it's uh, the second coming, as some people uh, may think out there. And I'm just getting, I'm just saying this, I'm not getting at anybody uh, in particular. I'm just saying there, I know there's been a lot of hype, and this is Stadia's resurrection, and because it's on Android TV. Uh, I think I think it's good news. Uh, what I also like what they're doing is what the, is the similar feature, which is on the Shield TV, where there's the play now or suggested for you, and it's showing the games. Absolutely great things. But because it's Stadia, where the flip is the UI update. So you've got these people who are going to maybe play Stadia here, and instead of them jumping in straight away and wanting to buy... So, uh, yeah, the big games, they have to fiddle about with their flipping phone and get to download the app. It's just adding another hook for them to go through to get there. But overall, I think it is a pretty good 
week for Stadia, I still got my concerns out there uh, for the platform. But I think overall it is not, it it wasn't too bad, but I don't think it's a knockout sort of, oh my goodness, this is absolutely amazing sort of week. So two sex guys. So you can't actually buy a Stadia game through the Google TV. No. You went through the Stadia app. So in the yeah. end, you still need the mobile phone or web app. The UI is but, garbage. Yes. But, it's garbage. But the, the other, the, the other the, thing I noticed browser, is that the web browser was like that for quite some time, from what I remember. Right? They they can eventually update it. The, the other See, thing that I noticed with the Shield TV, at least, and I haven't tried it on the on the Chromecast with Google TV. On the Shield TV, your mic won't work, no matter what mic you have hooked up or how. Um, you can join a party chat and you can listen, but oh. I, I couldn't talk to people; Same. they couldn't hear me. Interesting. Which, when you're playing Ghost Recon, which I I do that a fair amount, like it's 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 dumb, it's pointless, and it doesn't work for me. But then again, on the you know Google TV, that's how we do it on the Shield TV, isn't it? When we play GeForce now, we go to the clients that we want, we go through our PC phone, buy the game, and then access it synced on the Shield TV. So GeForce now, so I don't see the issue for a lot of people. But to me, I was just like, oof, how come they haven't actually added it? Yeah, the, the, yeah. Buying buying the games on it not a, not a big deal for me yet. Um, I'll, I'll give them a few months to figure that out. But not having microphone support when they had an APK that was functioning, they could have just basically copied and built that up. Instead, they just basically copied it and still don't have the function. See, um, this this is the thing though. They haven't actually. It's not a carbon copy of what was on a CCU. Yeah, what a, they've done. This is where Google, I think, lets their sales down. At, you know, on the consumer front, I think they focus too much on the tech side at times. Um, but listen, what they've done, they've stripped that app down from 65 megabytes down to only a gigabyte, sorry, down to only 19 through this Cobalt, you know, software and that they use. Um, it's technically not an app. It's technically a, a, like a progressive web app, sort of like what you, what you get on iOS. Um so the tech, the tech behind it is fantastic. I think we need to remember this is only the first instance of it. Charles um, said it, right? First variation of Yeah, there we go. Um, my, my only complaint is that um, why did it take so long? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> just because us as gamers, but... Oh, we're so, you know, impatient. We want everything right now. Yeah. Um, it's great that it's there. It's coming to Android TVs. It's in front of everybody. Um, I was just reading up. I had some conversations today regarding HDR and, you know, your Dolby 5.1 on the Shield. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm going to take Reddit's word for it. That's probably dangerous. Um, but it's something to do with the VP9 profile, and we hear that all the time. Um, the codec that Steve is using, it doesn't interact well with the, the software on NVIDIA. Hopefully they can iron that out, because I wanted to get an NVIDIA Shield for you know most of the gaming platforms other than Luna, yeah. um, but that's put me off now, that it's missing that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but no, listen, great week, and no one's mentioned the Olympics game yet. It is absolutely it's, fantastic. I, I mentioned it. it. I said I won't <laughs> I buy it because it. I'm not interested. And, and it's, it's got the couch co-op feature. Yeah, 
do you know do you know how look if you actually too. told me it was like track and field from the playstation i'll be jumping on it straight away so that's that's yeah because when you do the 100 meter sprint you're just you've probably seen my video i'm like smashing through the controller and um yeah, no, it's it's good in all the different all the different events. I've got like the boxing's great. You use the thumbsticks yeah. for the boxing, right? Yeah. And you can you can duck and dodge and volleyball, it's volleyball a, and tennis, man. It's a lot yeah, of fun. The tennis one's hard. I lost by a way. lot of hours, like, Yeah, the tennis is a challenge, <laughs> a really good challenge. Um, oh. I need to test out the the couch co-op. I think that that would be a fantastic game. Yeah. I think we need to get that out there more like this couch co-op thing with Stadia now. This is. Sure. Um, there's this sort of thing that cloud is missing, you know, that kind of classic feature. Um, you just need a code, you type in the code, and then you and your, your mates are away and, you know, playing whichever game. Hope to see that implemented more. That would be fantastic. Yeah. That's a feature that I'm excited for on Stadia. Yeah. Link, let's hear from you, sir. What's your thoughts on the Stadia news for this week? Um, I'll definitely make it quick because I know I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um Madden, I know, is is something a lot of a lot of the sports gamers like, which I think is good that we have some type of big title uh, sports, um, including like when we got FIFA. I think this is a really big yeah. thing. Um, Hello, engineer. Although it's not my thing, it's a different niche, and it's obviously showing that Google's is expanding their their niche crowd to to the cloud. So I think that's a that's a good one for sure, especially with the state share. It's finally we get another game that's got a, a an exclusive feature involved in it so um and i've seen a lot of people use it and it's it's pretty interesting the olympics um i'm not a fan i'm i'm not a big big person with it but it definitely looks interesting it reminds me of wii sports in a way um or you know like the sonic olympics but a little bit more uh a little bit more fun in a sense they, they made like the realism but they, they toned it down to be playful so i I might check it out. I don't know for sure, but it does look entertaining. The boxing actually reminds me of a uh, little Mac. So uh, <laughs> I'm really interested in that one. Um, Borderlands being cross play. I'm super, super happy because I love Borderlands. My only grime with that is get on the ball. Sony, what the hell? You're <laughs> the only one that doesn't want cross play because it costs money. You can do it. Like, come on. Seriously. <laughs> I, I own Borderlands on, on uh, Stadia. But one of my best friends owns it on PlayStation, and we've been wanting to play for months together, but we still can't, even though there's crossplay now. Yeah, I think so that's dumb. the biggest problem um, with that one. So that that definitely needs to be addressed. Um, I love that Krata is still getting praise, <laughs> even through the release. It's showing that no, I am a hundred percent. I love the fact that this game now even moving to to pc still getting love and showing the progress the team has done an incredible job and i love their showcases that they do on on youtube they talk about how to you know how to do certain things they actually show you how to do it in 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 detail too so i love that i i love that and um last but not least of course the google tv which i think is is one of the biggest ones um i'm glad that they finally brought it I know it took a while, but I'm 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 super grateful that they finally put it on there, um, and and then it's yeah, it would have been great to be kind of like a mimic over, but I'm glad that they're they're kind of retouching on this and starting kind of new. Um, it's going to be a work in progress, but I love the the way the UI was set up, um, 
And I love that it gives the the advertisement right there for you. Like if this was, you know, Amazon, it's just kind of right there for you, for you. Try this out. Of course, there's kinks here and there that can be worked out. But in time, I think this is going to be a huge thing for the company going forward. And for those people that use Google products like a Google TV, having that opportunity to just have it implemented without, you know, anything is is great. So I think this is going to push, it won't extensively increase the user base, but it definitely will increase it um, a small amount so that there's more people on there. And of course, the more and more that this gets uh, uh, revamped and revised, it's definitely going to pull in a lot more weight. Agreed. Agreed. Good take on that. Yeah. So I I think this was an incredible week for Google Stadium. I think the polls says that as well. Um, you you should have saw my reaction when this hit. I I took I uh, DM'd you guys in Discord, just asking. I was blown away. Like seriously, two games, right? Hello, engineer, and this Olympic game. I thought they were both good games for for this week you know release pretty good and then you have the madden twin two announcement same day release that's big i know it's kind of leaked but that's big news too and then the android tv release now i know it's buggy i know some people have issues but the fact that i can pop my nvidia shield up and have stadia on it i know it doesn't have hdr yet but all those things can come with an update but man i this was an incredible week for google stadia and i I love it. I love the fact that I can play Stadium my Nvidia shit without having to silo. That's the big one for me. But go ahead. Well, what That's I actually find to... funny is that no one in actually this panel has actually said. Usually we say this is going to come to pro. This is going to come to pro in a few months. But no one actually has actually said this Olympics <laughs> game will actually come to pro in the next say four to eight weeks after it's the still, Olympics and Paralympics. But once the Olympics yeah. and Paralympics are over in July, August, that's it. <laughs> so not one of us actually that's said, oh, point. yeah, this game is a province in eight That's weeks. a good point. How uh, the engineer is nailed on for a pro game. I it's... can see that being a pro game. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's first on Stadia, you know, so. But, yeah. a limited time, I think, so. I, I, man, I can't get into those games. It's good. My daughter was playing it. I, I have a hard time with the Hello Neighbor franchise, man. I don't know what it is. But let's move to xCloud. We got like 10 minutes rapid. We're not even going to cover the games. Not a lot of things to talk about there. I do want to talk about the Series X Blades in the cloud though. And check in with you guys and see how your experience has been with that. Right. So if you guys didn't know, some games are utilizing the Series S and X Blades right now for xCloud. And you can see that with performance improvements, with low times, quality, FPS, and all that fun jazz. Um, uh, GTP did a vid on it. We did a vid on it. You can go see some of the games like Ori and the Will of Wisp and Rainbow Six Siege. Um, running these games pretty well in the cloud now because of this upgrade. So just want to check in with the panel, see what your reaction is with this. And yeah, let's start with GTP. I keep starting with you. I don't know why. Because I just sit here and, you because know, I go quick, because I'm, like, staring at the clock. I can't help it, because I'm, like, looking like, oh, God, he's better say why, something yeah. soon. So I'm, like, I will not butt in, because I'm, like, we need to move. Yeah. And so I just wait, and then you call me. I'll give my piece really quick, and then I'll just then listen to everyone until we're done. Yeah. Um, 
but no, uh, every, look, I'm glad that you did. And I'm, I'm glad I get just a minute to hit on this X cloud thing because I have a series X and S sitting next to me. I play them constantly and there's a lot of content swirling around already about this series X blade situation and what's going on. And we've heard zero from Microsoft, right? We've yeah. got no official announcement. Nothing's actually happened yet, supposedly. Right. Yeah. What it feels like to me, and while I think everyone needs to take these upgrades kind of with a grain of salt, is it feels like I've never been on a Series X yet. I've been on an S. Mm. Um, it feels more like I'm on a Series S, and I feel like what they're doing is swapping out the old blades with a lot of S blades. Um, I feel like those blades are running on the existing infrastructure. They have not updated to what their bit rates and what their new... Um, infrastructure they're going to have for sending these games out is going to be when we get the out of beta because we're still in beta for xcloud mm -hmm. as well we have been for a long time um we're not to that yet uh by the time you're hopping on a series x blade number one you're going to be able to stream 4k that's going to change their their uh, quality altogether as as it is also so i feel like what we're doing is just getting this little taste without them saying anything that they are starting to turn on some of the um, I didn't even know they're going to do series S and X blades, but it's confirmed that we have access to S blades. We can't confirm X though. I can't bring up a single game that confirms a series X blade, but I How can bring up several. Uh, I know by having both consoles here, what the settings options are, what the resolutions run at, okay. uh, different things like that. So it gives me kind of an inkling as to what's going on. There's also sometimes the slightest loading differences between the two that I'm trying to look at as well. Um, but I've not seen that I'm on a series X yet at all. So I don't think they're there yet. So people that are kind of judging this as I'm seeing a lot of articles and content saying this is the upgrade. This is not the upgrade yet. This is just phase one of just starting to turn on the S blades, which is going to handle your 1080p, your 1440p, a lot of games that can run 120 and 60. And then Series X is going to handle the people that have those 4K monitors or games that only run 120 mm. on the X will be there because there are a lot of games that will only run 120 on the X, not the S. So I think we're feeling the S blades. I think they feel amazing, though. Um, the stream quality is not there yet with motion, but they'll get there. But the latency is a million times oh better than goodness, it was. Before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dirt 5 was unplayable for me. MLB yeah, yeah. The Show, unplay I don't think I got a single hit in xCloud on MLB The Show. I was knocking home runs the other night on xCloud. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can still see yeah. some of the bitrate issues, but the latency was just yeah. so much better. So my hype now for xCloud and where things are going, what Xbox is doing is high. I really like what I see. But I think everybody needs to take a deep breath. I don't think we're on Series X blades yet. We're not seeing the full quality of the, the internet they're going to be pushing yet. Yeah. But it's really exciting, and it's definitely made a big difference. I've been playing a ton of xCloud since, yeah. since this started happening. I think why a lot of people are excited is just seeing the difference in yeah. real time. I mean, yeah. literally, you and Chief did a video, and I played the game of um, Dark Alliance what hours before yeah. we found out the blaze and then you go back on it's like holy crap is this the same game and just exciting to see like what the the future product will actually look like when it becomes available so it's, it's exciting how about you uh duncan what's your take on the on these blades coming i've been made fun of for the last couple of months saying <laughs> x5 
nothing new there. <laughs> that X Cloud was running pretty pretty well for me. Uh, since this upgrade, it is on to nearly a different level. I've done the wee, the famous trigger sort of test. Um, I don't think people were believing it. Uh, what I'm actually like seeing out there in uh, the Twitter first now and in our cloud gaming Twitter first is people are actually jumping in and people are saying, yeah, there is a massive, massive difference. And I'm seeing some people who were 100% Stadia is the best and everything like that. They are also saying now xCloud is running better for me in these certain circumstances in different places as we know cloud gaming changes and I, I, I'm just really excited where this is going. Microsoft I, I was giving them a hard time in our, our Sony rant there earlier uh, I, I'm just really really excited where they are going and as Maker of Chaos has said a couple of times in the chat, with the confirmation now they are working in cloud native games and they've took someone from somewhere, I don't know, some other cloud gaming company uh, to start working on on their games. Uh, I, I just, I can't wait to see what they're doing. It is, for me, if you, if you get a, if you're in a good area for xCloud, you could thoroughly recommend it now for people mm-hmm. to use and you, I know most people we couldn't say that a couple of months ago or a couple of weeks ago we couldn't say do not touch xCloud because it's too ropey, now we're in the position there's 40 plus games moved onto these new uh, blades whatever version they are and it is playable and in some cases it's better than the other cloud services for, for me now X Cloud, a BGFN, and X Cloud is just so just a little bit behind GFN now. It is just absolute. The the gap is narrowing all the time, and as Jerry has said, that I I think this is them just a soft launching this, and we're going to see some big massive changes down the line as well. Whether where they're going to tweak it even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. because right now they've just turned a few things on and. You know, it's it's coming out to more people that have the invite. So we're the dummy testers right now, you know, because they can see exactly what we are getting and, you know, how how much improvement there is. And that's going to continue for a wee while, yeah. Let's not make any, you know, rash um, conclusions that this is going to be all rolled out this time next week. Um, there's going to be extensive, more extensive testing going, just the same as everyone else does before we get updates. Um, but it's exciting. I'm excited because xCloud have got, well, Game Pass in particular, have got a lot of games I want to play, but I couldn't enjoy them um, because it just wasn't there for me. So now that they're starting to upgrade, I feel like uh, I'm going to have somewhere else. I'm going to sit in front of this computer and go, where do I go? Do I go Stadium? Do I go GFN? Do I go Game Pass? Um, and I'm just going to be a lot. I'm just going to be spoiled for choice and let's be honest that's what you want you want to have everything because that's what we're like these days we want to have everything right now and we want it all to be as good as one another um i don't want to have to pick and choose where i need to go depending on the quality um so that's the thing that excites me most it's get it on a par with the rest of the cloud gaming services right now and then we'll take it from there see what happens I do. I do want to say something real quick. Um, 
I know we're running short on time. I see a lot of people in the chat like wanting to try xCloud and complaining about it. Uh, I've seen a lot of people complaining about it still not working for them. Just to be clear, to get the upgraded blades or whatever they're doing where the performance got better, you have to go to xbox.com slash play. The app will not work. Um, the app still runs the same way as it did before. Yeah. On yeah, Android, so, not on iOS. Because on my iPad, I can play 120 frames yeah, per second. So, okay. So the, so the, so the Apple app is... But, yeah. The iOS yeah, app is working. I, yeah, okay. they're picking up my 120 hertz yeah. display on the iPad Pro, nice. and I'm playing yeah. Ori and Siege at 120, and it's working really well. It is. Nice. It is for me. And so the um, Android app doesn't work. Yet. Doesn't. But yeah. Okay. Because it's not the web. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's that's a. I think that's with actually one of the things we've actually skipped over it with this XCloud news is the. Hunt- up to 120 fps that's nice. uh, that, that, that does that doesn't really matter we, we, we we've just been forgetting about that that is <laughs> for for me give me 60 and i'm a i'm a happy bunny because mm-hmm. i don't have any 120 but you guys who do have that I, I i know that does make a hell of a difference yeah so yeah. The, o- think... the only screen the only screen that i have that can do 120 is my galaxy s21 like yeah, that's the only one that i have yeah. that can do it um, so my thing is, I when 4K becomes a thing, because that's kind of the limitation we see with Google Stadia, right? When they give you like a performance mode or a quality mode, they give you 4K, but then you have to pick 30 FPS, right? And if you want performance, it's 1080, 60. So I'm wondering if they'll be able to push 4K, 60, you know, with the Series X Blade. And I think that's going to be an advantage that's going to have with the competition, um, it's going to be interesting to see what Luna does with their 4K as well to see if they can push, you know, like quality 4K 60, not 4K 30. But we have to wait and see. But let's check in with Link real quick. What's your take on this uh, xCloud? Yes. Uh, I think it's a it's a, it's a huge improvement. Um, I haven't personally been able to try it on the website yet. Um, but I occasionally will play on my phone and I've noticed... Like, even though I have an Android, like, it's the response time uh, with touch controls, nonetheless, uh, are a lot cleaner than when the first time I played them, but they've progressively gotten better. Uh, I think this is a huge thing, though, uh, especially the way they've expressed that even with consoles, you're going to be allowed to do this native cloud playing. Um, It's kind of mind-boggling to see it all come together, but... uh, I'm just happy to be a gamer, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Having yeah. these options and stuff has yeah. been has been uh, beneficial, and I've been grateful for it. And I can already see now with the way Xbox is going, uh, next year is definitely going to be the year of the gamer. There's a lot of stuff from a lot of different companies yeah. that are, are going to make a, a huge impact on the gaming community and industry. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is a huge, huge win for, for Xbox, especially how they uh, stealth dropped this and people found it was, was, was incredible that they just sneaked it in. But that, that's, that's Phil Harrison in a nutshell, man. He tends to just throw these curveballs at you and you right when you don't expect it. Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to, to see what else they bring. Yeah. I was uh, vac- on vacation with my family when the, Worst week to go on vacation, man, when it comes to cloud gaming. Just so many news dropping left to right. <laughs> and when I heard this was a thing, we had horrible Wi-Fi connections. So I couldn't really test that. I was like, I cannot wait to get home. But I love the stealth drop of this. And, yeah, pretty cool to see if they continued this. Um, but 
did we cover everyone else with this news? Well, I was going to quickly say, because I'm last, um, I'm going to say that I'm actually staying away from this kind of news until Microsoft officially announce it. Because, no. you know, I'm, I'm doing backflips to like, so you use like a Dragon, Gears 5, Master Chief, you know, collection. But to me, there's also games that I'm like, well, where's the games that I want to play? Doom Eternal, Halo 5, Forza Motorsport 4. So there's a big, huge decrease in games that I'm really interested in. So I've got hope in the platform. And this platform, this service has actually worked for me since day dot, since early beta. So I have all hope that they will bring this, but at the moment I'm not going to get my hopes up just diving in, filtering through these games before the actual news drops. True, true. Good point. I don't know how you... I'm a, I'm a techie. I need to see it as it's happening, but kudos <laughs> to you, man. And, and, and see, I, I've, got, I've got 120 display. I've got an iPad there, just like GTV, but I'm not actually going to dive into it and get my hopes up. Uh, this game doesn't work. That one does. Brownie points for that. I'm not applauding <laughs> the service until Microsoft drops. I, I will say quickly, it is getting to the point, besides all the lists everybody threw out there, it's almost to the point that there isn't a game I don't launch up that I don't feel like is now hitting in a Series S. It's getting really close. I feel like they're starting to shift a lot of them over. There are still some games that aren't doing okay. it, but more and more are happening every day and every hour that I check it out. So the two games I've been... <laughs> testing this nba 2k and halo 5 and still none for that for me but see i, I love the way gtp is actually constantly checking it every day every day <laughs> that's <laughs> the fun part i can care less, I'm, I'm I can care less about play playing the games man. Yeah, like i dude. test games like yeah. i don't have time to play True. games as much i, I just care about testing Test them i want to see what they yeah. look like how fast do they load which True. ones are working i mean i clicked every game that day are you serious i'm not lying dude i sat <laughs> here for I hours and stopped, yeah i stopped wow. making content i stopped gaming <laughs> i stopped life and i sat here and i was like what we're getting blades and i just you, sat there that's Chief. How, I'm just, oh yeah we're just <laughs> and then we're sending dms this one works guys this one works guys that was our life and uh and that's the exciting part that excites me more than the actual gaming that's how tech nerdy i am GTP, so. that, that's what's great about me in the discord i was like gtp want to escape can you test halo no. <laughs> and i was happily sitting back going, that's so true. I was in there too, just like getting the games that works from them. But, but to Holt's point, awesome. though, that's why I'm saying everybody that sees this content or thinks, oh my God, the upgrades are here, take that with a grain of salt. It's not all here yet, yeah. but it's so fun to play around with and experiment right now. True, true. Yeah. I feel as we do got to wrap it up, but <laughs> let's uh, give the members of the panel a chance to just plug and let people know what they do. So to get started, Holtz, what do you do? Where can people find you, sir? So I'm just a cloud enthusiast. So you'll see me across multiple services and, and play it on a lot of games of late. And you can just get me on Twitter and say hi if you want on Holtz86. Cool, cool. Good to have you on here, Holtz. GTP, what do you do, sir? And where can people find you? Uh, yeah, uh, Game Tech Planet on YouTube at Game Tech Planet on Twitter. Uh, you don't mind if I say we have the podcast tomorrow night. Yes, I don't sir. know what all we're doing yet. Xbox will be a big part of it. We're probably going to hit on Xbox, PlayStation a little bit, and then we'll hit on some cloud. But uh, we'll be doing that tomorrow night, somewhere between 8.30 and 9 p.m. Eastern. I love I love the date and the time because there's really nothing around that time on Sunday. So I'm always excited for that. Yeah, make sure you guys check out the podcast for sure. How about you, Duncan? Sir, what do you do? Where can people find you? Knock that sir in the head. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, 
uh, cloudy with games, and we have got a couple of things. Uh, if you're into GFN, we did a GFN special last night where we that was uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, where we were picking uh, games in the Steam sale uh, for under thirty pound, forty dollars, and I think I, I think Ben enjoyed it anyway. I, 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 I was going to win the challenge, in my opinion. Yeah, so I. I Everybody has a comment that I won the challenge for me to win the challenge, but uh, I, I think I picked some good games. Cool, cool. Good to have you on here, Duncan Butcher. Ben, what do you do? Where can people find you? I'm on everybody's Discord. Uh, that's the big thing. I'm working on starting to add more content to my Twitch and YouTube accounts. You'll see stuff. I'll probably upload my... I know I'll get hate for it, but I'll upload my experience with... Um, with the input lag on the shield TV with the Android TV app and ca- in case people want to see it, this isn't like, you know, complete judgment. This is just my experience. If you want to see what it looked like, um, you can see like me pushing buttons versus the screen at the same time. Um, but yeah, I'll, I, I don't really have a link for it. Um, you can just click my profile or follow me, whatever. Um, I'll see if I can try and add it to the chat. Cool. Cool. Good to have you on here, Ben. Link TV, our guest for today. It was a lot of fun having you on. Definitely appreciate your input. What do you do, sir? And where can people find you? Uh, of course, I'll say again, thank you guys for the invite. It was an honor being here. I had a, a blast. Um, you can find me on YouTube uh, at uh, link TV underscore stadia. Uh, where I stream. Um, I'll have that scheduled sometime up this week. Uh, you could also find me on the um, the Cloud Gaming Unfiltered podcast on every Thursday with Eddie Player One, uh, Chase the Gaming Advocate, and uh, What's Cracking Kai. And uh, if you need me on... Podcast, sure. <laughs> Thank still, you. Yeah. And uh, uh, if you ever need to get a hold of me on Twitter, uh, same thing, LinkTV underscore Stadia. I'm, I'm always around. Uh, but yeah, yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Had had a blast. Absolutely. Monkey, do you want to plug in then? Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, Link, I think you've been one of the best guests we've had. I could listen to you talk about gaming for hours. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for coming on. That was Thank you, man. Brilliant. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, so it's much, fun. so much knowledge. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, listen, guys. Cloud Gaming News Recap coming up tomorrow. Uh, that'll be coming. It's a bit more juicy this week. There's been plenty happening. Um, just want to plug the website as always, trying to get people on the website. I'm trying my hardest to get everything out there as well, but you know, it's it's there's a lot going on. Um, other than that, drop the like and the sub if you're enjoying this, and we'll see you next week. All right. Appreciate you guys. We'll be back next week. I know we took two weeks off, but I think it was good for the panel to just get a little bit of rest too. But we're back, so... Same time next week. Appreciate you guys. Link again. Good to have you on here. We'll catch you guys next week. Till next time. Peace out.